This is Annalisa, bar manager at Picnic Pub and Patio, and you're listening to Up in the Mix. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from the Honeycomb Hideout. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Narmistar, a.k.a. Not the Black Dude You Thought I Was. This is Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, your favorite neighborhood Mexican, Ernesto, Captain Kulo, uh, Coach, Mr. Brunch, your local also, that Bobby with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club. How the fuck did he get here? Alumna de la Hinta, the habitual line crosser, the honey badger, the fucking baby whisperer, and tracksuit poppy. And we are back hot on this Super Bowl uh, Sunday uh, here in the Honeycomb Hideout mm. to uh, give you guys another fresh episode of Up in the Mix, volume, I don't know, 112. Buck something or other. We don't even know anymore. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah, how was your week, Sean? Uh, it was good. Last uh, last weekend, I got my second vaccination shot. Um, so that was, was cool. Uh, I was a little tired afterwards. Did take a day off because it takes a while for like the... Well, for me at least, it took a while for like the symptoms to kick in because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, last Saturday I was feeling fine, and Sunday, like afternoon, started feeling super, super tired. But that was pretty much it. Just hella tired. Uh, totally worth it. Would yeah. recommend. Uh, yeah. No, my mom too. Same thing. She's like, no, I'm cool. And then the afternoon hit, and she was like slept for like you know ten hours, twelve hours, or something crazy. Yeah. So that was pretty much. Week, uh, Samantha got hers. Her sh- symptoms were even milder. She just mm-hmm. kind of like was a little tired, had some uh, soreness. But yeah, would recommend. Definitely worth it. Can't wait to go get, you know, tore up in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, my week was pretty cool. Uh, the usual nine to five. Got to shoot photos for Chris Maselli and his upcoming project. I'm excited about that. Headshots for uh, the man, Mr. Moberly, as well. And, uh, and you know, hanging out with the baby and the family, you know, the usual. It's nice. awesome. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, yeah, uh, this week we got a very special guest, uh, a guy I've known for a very, very long time. Um, he is a fan of anything nerdy, cartoons, anime, Star Wars, anything like that. Welcome to the show, Javier. Thank you. Welcome. Thank From Katie Empire, Katie right? Katie Empire. Exactly, yeah, Katie Empire. Yeah. So yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, my name is uh, Javier, and I'm the owner of KD Empire, and we've been in business for well, a, rick, a brick and mortar place for seven years now. Nice, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm a, I'm also a collector. I mean, that's part of the reason why I have the store. I'm like super passionate about this stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. What do you sell in the store? Uh, so we sell a range of 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 stuff. So it, it's KD Empire pop culture, pretty much. So. Right now, we have a lot of anime, Marvel, DC, Star Wars, just anything that's, like, popular mm-hmm. and relevant. So, we got a bunch of new, like, Frida stuff. It's pretty awesome. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Dragon Ball Z stuff. Oh, yeah. We got tons of Dragon Ball. That's, like, <laughs> one of our bestsellers. My Hero's another one. Yeah. Awesome. So, you said you've been a brick and mortar for seven years. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you start off before that? Were you just online only? Um, 
we were, but I, I didn't get that much like traction online. Online is super hard. It's like having like a megaphone, a little tiny megaphone in the, like in the sea of ocean. And right, like, right. Hey guys, come, come shop in my store. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, there's probably a million other stores. Oh, dude, it's crazy. Mm. Yeah, but uh, so KDM Parkshire was started a long time ago. It's probably maybe like 15 years in the making. Um, so, okay, so Katie Empire was like a solely like a, I created like a local game tournaments. So we used to run like local game tournaments mm -hmm. and like Call of Duty, Halo, Street Fighter, and it was just a community of gamers. Nice. So that's how it started, kind of got, and I used to have like tournaments and I would sell toys there. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, were you guys, what was this, like, Xbox 360 days? PS and PS2? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's been all of that, actually. Because different, like, uh, games are just different consoles. Like, for, for example, like, Smash. Yeah, what is your favorite version of Smash? Oh, no. <laughs> Hard-hitting question. I, I, I was a huge Smash fan for so long, but I always played on the GameCube version. Well, well that's mm. the one we did the tournaments on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's, that's the OG, like... And, and I, I like all of them, to be honest with you. Right, right. Yeah. I was just more familiar with, um, man, just battles and battles <laughs> with my brothers back in the day. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. That's tough. Yeah, because I remember uh, also you guys, like, modifying controllers and things oh, like that. Yes. Yeah, so that was part of the thing, too. We, so the store has kind of evolved. We did, like, custom controllers. We sold uh, spray paint. So mm -hmm. we just kind of been figuring out what the store is at the time. Because, like, we were, like you said, it was a pop culture, so I'm trying to... Sometimes it changes. It mm -hmm. changes, yeah, exactly. So that was part of it. We just try to figure out what people wanted, and I was always asking them what, what they want. So right now, the big demand right now for us is anime. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, with the, with COVID and people being locked in, everyone's get checking out anime online. Like, after the first couple of months, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. people are running out of shit to watch, and they're like, <laughs> well, let's check this out. Yeah. Especially now that like, HBO has some of Crunchyroll stuff on oh, there, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. So that helps out to bring it to the popular culture as well, that it's on, like, a big streaming thing. Oh, yeah. So, like, a lot of that, I think you're right. You guys are right, actually, because a lot of people <laughs> are asking for anime that's old, like, older ones. And to them, it's brand new. Right, yeah. right. Because they mm -hmm. just started watching Naruto. They just started watching Dragon Ball, and it's been yeah. around for a long time. And, like, Trigun. Trigun, Like, yeah. that's a Bleach. Cowboy Bebop. So those are the classics. Yeah. So when people yeah. come to the store, The Netflix like, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so everybody's coming in asking for those kind of things. I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I could get those. And they don't make the production as much as they used to. Mm -hmm. Right, right. So it's kind of like whatever's, at the moment, whatever's, like, popular, like Demon Slayer, my hero there's a lot of popular animes but those are the ones that they like mass produce mm -hmm. so like people want like like a i don't know a ichiro ichigo mm -hmm. from bleach it, they don't make too much of it right yeah mm -hmm. but we do get it in yeah no that's that's awesome it's always like uh you know you're located in sparks mm -hmm. right uh a little bit off of victorian and it's just awesome going in there and every chance i get it's just tough because if I either spend a hundred bucks or I try not to spend that much, you know. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming yeah. in, yeah, <laughs> spending whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's 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 so easy to like because you just fanboy out in there. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's fantastic. And that's the way I designed it. I wanted people to like kind of escape the reality and just have a good time in the store mm -hmm. and kind of forget about all the craziness <laughs> that is, you know, our world. So it's a cool place to kind of escape and like see some cool stuff that makes you feel good. For whatever like mm -hmm. short period of time. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So, uh, where are you from originally? Um. Well, I'm actually I was born in Reno. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. Uh. But I was raised up in Bishop, California. Okay. Oh. Okay. I came back, so it's kind of like back and forth. My dad was a truck driver, so I was born here, lived here for years, and then he picked her out, and I lived in. I was raised up in Bishop, then I came back, so I came back like the middle of my high school. So yeah, I went to Sparks High. Nice. How did you like Bishop? Yeah. Oh, so- I'm very familiar. <laughs> oh, you are Bishop Cal. Oh, my. I oh, had a, that's a awesome. couple friends in college, mm-hmm. or a friend in college's front was from there. Let me know because I probably know the dude. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, what's his name? Danny. What is Danny's last name? He's. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, I can't think. I mean, yeah. Is he native or? No, white guy. Okay. Yeah, uh, he he moved up here. He lives in uh, Long Beach now. Salutes to you, Danny. I know I know you're out there listening. <laughs> right on. Um. But yeah, and then we used to go to Mammoth every year to party yeah, and snowboard mm-hmm. and, and then have a good time. So, yeah, Bishop. Good uh, uh, memories for you? Uh, I mean, I haven't spent too much time partying <laughs> oh, okay, there, but okay. some of our listeners, a couple of my yeah. boys, uh, spend a lot of time there. So oh, yeah. you, Brett. They go. They they still go back there. They go camping. They go fishing Dude, there. It's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Mammoth is gorgeous too. June yeah. Lake, all the all that area. Is Dude, beautiful. Yeah, my friend, like uh, one of my best friends, got married down there. Like yeah great times awesome, awesome. great times down there yeah when i like drive to california like la i avoid going down that way because it's too beautiful i'll like stop <laughs> oh you have to i'll you like stop to. and like yeah. take pictures so it's just like if i'm like on a time limit you know i'll take the five down instead of the 395 okay because the 395 is just it's, it's just, great it's so beautiful i always go down 395 yeah. yeah i always stop at the mono lake scenic overlook yeah that's the spot right there <laughs> oh yeah but yeah, it just it's just so easy. And like me being a photographer, just like I just sit there and I'm like, man, I need I really need to go. And like it's getting dark, and I'm like, no. I, but yeah, it's just way beautiful. That's oh, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So you're West Coast boy, definitely, but uh, definitely like High Sierra. High Sierra, mm-hmm. and then I went to college in San Francisco, so I've been kind of like this whole like. Yeah, the yeah. West Coast. A lot of people do that little yeah from Northern California, like some of those rural areas. Mm-hmm. You know, they go between Reno and the Bay Area. Yeah. Oh yeah. What'd you go to college for? What'd you do? Uh, I went to anime. City, no, actually, uh, game art and design. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I took some some classes on that. That's a, so. Not a lot of people know, but my master plan was to create uh, a scene and then uh, create the store, and then I was hoping the store could create capital to create a video game. Ooh. So if there's any coders out there, that so you're C++, two thirds of the way through the plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if anybody knows C plus plus and you're thinking about, you know. Making a video game, uh, you know, get in contact with me and we can talk. How large? What, what kind of video game would you make? Yeah. Uh, what, what genre? What, what were we looking at? You, you know, first so person curious, shooter, man, yeah. RPG, fighter game. Like, what are you? You know what? To be honest with you, I we haven't I haven't planned that out all the way yet. <laughs> uh, I was kind of thinking like in my brain, I was thinking I want to make these amazing games, and I'm like, we got to start small. <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe like a JavaScript game that you can play on your iPhone. And just kind of develop there. I want to write the story. I want to develop the characters, and just kind of, kind of grow that way instead of me like putting a like huge like you know goal that I think that you need a mass production of like coders to do, <laughs> right? Yeah. And like designers, I'm like, ah, we should start small. So <laughs> the game will be a yeah. lot simpler than you know yeah. than those because you gotta those, start somewhere. Those games yeah. take like years. 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 years and years. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So would you describe yourself? Were you always a gamer growing up? Uh, yeah, I was a game. What player. was your first system? Oh, shoot. So I was kind of poor growing up. <laughs> so I had friends that had systems. Uh, but my first system, I do remember, it was a Christmas. 
My dad got me a Nintendo. Nice. The original NES? Yeah, the original NES. And I had the, the, the track pad with the, with the Ooh, duck on it. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, the little nice. running pad? Yeah, yeah the running I, pad. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. homie back there across the street had that, but I never, like, I, hmm. you know, we didn't have a lot of money. Yeah, my first system, I wanted a Nintendo. I got an Atari. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> I played the Atari, too. I had friends with the Atari, so. And then, you know, the next year, then we got the Nintendo, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you've been you're you're an original gamer. You've been you've seen. Oh the, yeah, oh yeah. Right. What's your what's your uh, system that you play on now? Are you an Xbox guy or are you a PlayStation guy? Um, dun, dun, dun. I, so I play on the PC now. Ooh, oh shit! <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. he's he's already up there. But he's, I have all the systems. He's in his final four. I have the PlayStation. I have the Xbox. I don't have the new stuff. Uh-huh. That stuff was so hard to get. Oh, dude, you still can't get it's PS5s. Still hard to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. People made bots, or it's, or it's just our times. It's hard to like. I feel like I, I was saying, yeah. fucking Sony did that shit on purpose mm-hmm. to make sure it would be super popular, even you know, like a year or two Take into the it. Hype. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. just to maintain the hype. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's. I'm sure that's part of it too. I think it, it's our times right now because of COVID. Because to be honest with you, a lot of the stuff that I get comes from Japan. Okay. And Japan is like locked down right now. The only people that can like mm-hmm. go into Japan are like permanent residents. And they have to quarantine for two weeks before they can go into the. Do country. you mean they live in a real country that took this question <laughs> seriously? Yeah, they no, they are. They're they're super. But they've been having the mask like, culture for a yeah, long time. Yeah, 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 for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, cool. that's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, we you know we nerd out sometimes, so it's good. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Dude. So do you have a like a super nice gaming computer? Mm-hmm. Um, I just recently built one a couple years ago, so yeah. Or I had help. I had I had someone help me build my computer because I'm so busy. But yeah, I do have a pretty good system. It's not like, it's not the the new 380 that you know that everybody was going that like it sold out in like hours. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Do you have any games that you're yeah. playing a lot uh, right now? Uh, yeah, Cyberpunk. I'm actually like. Do you like that game? <laughs> I haven't played it. I've just heard bad stuff. Such shitty I, reviews I about it. I love the game. Okay. I love the yeah. game. The game is broken though. Okay. <laughs> but if you if you have a PC and you're playing Cyberpunk, you. I, you're gonna have a way better experience than like, on a console. Yeah, because they 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 screwed everybody. Pretty much, they lied to everybody. Yeah, they yeah. built the game so intense just for like high end PCs. So, uh, like, so is that want... why it was so buggy for everyone else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, because they didn't. They, they don't didn't, have the power for it. They don't have the power. They didn't code it for the other systems. So, so what happens is they create. Whenever they're creating the video game, they create it from the PC. Then, then they like bring it down in tiers. Scale it back. Yeah. They scale it back. Yeah. So the next thing would have been Xbox, and then the next thing would have been PlayStation, and they would have just kind of branched that code off of that. But the thing is that they didn't plan. They didn't plan it good, at all. I don't think they've even working on the game to be honest with you. I think they just worked on the PC version, and just kind of sold it. <laughs> and so I it still ride. play PUBG, so I'm familiar with everything you're talking. About. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah PUBG. So like, so, oh, let me say something because I worked in software before. Oh, okay. Just say it. Okay, Let so, us know. Yeah. Okay, so, damn, I don't know if I should say this. Let it out. Okay. No. <laughs> You're here. We want all the okay, smoke. So, let, yes. it, let it go. So, like, I'll, I'll put it for example. Like, okay, how do I say this? Damn it, without seeing, sounding crazy. <laughs> okay, so mm. when they're developing a video game, um, they tend to, like, it's a big company, right? So they're, they're, they're talking numbers. They're, like, the people that run their business, they want to make a lot of money. So they roll out the game. They call it a gold pass, which is playable. So people can go home and play it. Dun, but dun, another dun. thing that people don't know is that updates and patches, they're still working on the game. They're still trying to, like, fix it for you and trying to cover a lot of their, like, 
how do I say that? They're like, mess ups. Mm-hmm. Not their mess ups. It's just not. Un- it's not finished. It's not finished. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they sell you unfinished game, but they're giving you updates so you can you know, just to get, just to get it to market, get it to market and get it to like people's hands, and so they can get so they can make a profit. Makes me so because <laughs> I played some games re- like uh, I played Star Wars uh, Fallen Order or whatever. Oh, and that that's was, a really great game, by the way. It was yeah, but I was so frustrated because like it was so buggy. Mm-hmm. Even after being out, you know, almost a year, I was like. I remember like fighting the first time you fight one of the the night sis- the night sisters and like finally you know the game's super fucking hard oh yeah but like finally beating her and then like some error happening where she like I got stuck in the floor and I was like no fucking way and I had to redo it all over again and I was like oh my god if it wasn't such a great story and good game I w- there's no way I would have pl- <laughs> like I literally I was like I'm gonna fucking like beat this game, like oh, it took me so long because it was so hard. Like learning how to beat all the masters and everything. Finally beat it, and I like immediately as soon as I beat it, went and fucking deleted it off my fucking Xbox. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. never, so, I'm never playing that again. Yeah, so a lot of people don't understand when they're playing the video game and, and something's going wrong. They think it's them. It's not you guys. It's the software or yeah. the hardware, depending on how they mm. build it. Because they also have to figure out, like, there's so much math that goes behind it. It's super hard. That's why I think... Yeah, it's tough to build a game to that size. It's tough to build a game. It's, like, it's it's software, pretty much. So, it's, like, code language. So, it's, like, it's a bunch of, like, math. It's a bunch of, like, tons and tons of people building, like, certain things. Yeah, like, so your fucking game can look, like, really... Like, yeah. it's, it's super hard. Like, Red Dead Redemption. How long do they work on that game? Like, six or seven years? But that game is solid, right? Yeah, that game is amazing. So but I'm like, that people are putting <laughs> decades into their lives so we could fucking play video games. Like yeah. those are the real heroes out there. Oh, they, they really are. They're, yeah, because they're making amazing stuff. It's like Grandma's Boy. How you see, there's like one person is in charge of a certain color or something throughout so, the game. So yeah, so there's like, so there's a board, and then you you get certain type of. Well, I don't know how they do it at other companies, mm-hmm. but there's a board. There's different types of job titles that you pl- that you have to code like for mm-hmm. any any kind of thing, like you said, like. A some color, guy, a background, like someone's something. got a job to like make the arm move, and it's <laughs> and it's got to function with the controller. Yeah. So when you press up, there's a big, well, not a big. They try to simplify the code so there's not that much code, especially if you're gonna do something simple. Uh-huh. Like a lot of big. Dang it! Now I'm going to. Uh, no, let him. Lo- let so him a hear. lot of coders that actually make stuff, mm-hmm. they make their code really long. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of like. And actually, a lot of software companies do that too, and then they go back and refine the code. Mm-hmm. So code is like a. It's, all these like binary like zero one zero stuff, right? Kinda, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Well, there's it's like letters and everything. And commands and commands things. and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you have like lines of stuff that they they run it, mm-hmm. so it runs simultaneously. So like if you have a huge one just for like, you know, jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's gonna it's it, it makes it's it, just a lot of processing that's needed. Yeah. For all that for mm-hmm. all that code. Yeah. So if you think about processing power and your system. It's taking that juice, and it's if you don't have enough power to run that. That's when you get that, that frame get that rate. The frame that rate drops. Frame rate drops. Yes. Hit detections off. All, <laughs> all the fucking problems that so, uh, you experience in some of these games. So yeah. that so that's the other side of it. Like a lot of people don't understand that they're like, damn, this thing doesn't work. But they don't understand like how intensive work it is mm-hmm. to make one dude jump, right, and get it right. And then you, and then you so have them interacting like with other with others. other people and the environment. the environment. Like there's so much to go. And then the shadows, the colors, yeah. like, just the, like the shit I read about lighting <laughs> on this game. Like yeah. I was reading about uh, just the other day, thing. like the lighting with the new uh, Unreal Engine Five. Mm-hmm. 
just the lighting that goes into it is ridiculous. And I was looking, I'm like, this this shit looks so much. Make it look realistic, (laughs) you know? Like, I, I forgot what game it was, but they were like climbing in like a desert canyon and there's like ancient ruins. And I'm like, holy shit, this is another level of realism. Oh, I've seen that game. Yeah, that game is crazy. And I'm like, this is what video games are going to like. It's going towards that, yeah. I mean, it's like looking at a fucking digital photo. Like, you're almost interacting in like fully rendered 3D digital environments. It's it's almost going to be like Ready Player One, you know? Where you're just like on a treadmill all day and you're in the game. I saw a commercial for one of a gaming system that mm. actually has that. Yeah, there's mm. a there's that out there. Yeah. And like a gamer too, when like you mm-hmm. control that person, you know, and it's just it's just crazy. It is crazy. Like just in real life physics, shooting a bullet in general is crazy, but then they're doing it in video games. Oh, yeah. That was one of the hardest things we started like playing PUBG. It was like mm. Bullet drop and PUBG like is a great game by the way. It, oh, I, 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 I still heard play they it. Just signed with someone and they're gonna make it even a bigger platform. They're making yeah, they're making it a second one. Yeah, and uh, the the people who designed the mobile version of the game I think are gonna make the sequel and so I'm looking forward. Yeah, like I said, it and just that's what really got me into it was like I started like following YouTube videos and, and gamers and learning like oh my god the, what goes into making these games mm-hmm. and like because all the problems PUBG had like trying to you know, fix all these yeah. issues with like frame rate or like, you know, they would fix something, but it would affect something else and make that. So, yeah, so uh, that, that, yeah, there's so many bugs they have to go back and fix. It's great. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I'm, I actually started off uh, game testing. So did you? Like beta yeah. tester kind of things? Uh, so it's called quality assurance. Okay. Oh, okay. So yeah. Just, damn. Did you, <laughs> that must be a super tedious job. Yeah. Uh, if you're good at it, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, actually, then you know, I have my names in the credits, too, in some of the video games that I worked on. What games have you worked yeah. on? Yeah. Uh, okay, I, this is going to date me. <laughs> Don't worry. Okay, so like Sims 2. Okay. okay. Yeah. Nice. That, to be honest with you, I, I'll tell you a little backstory. That game drove me nuts. <laughs> Just hearing the, like, the intro song like every day, and I hear everybody's like, Systems turn on. I'm like simultaneously. Like, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That is funny. And then I, I, at times I was just like lost. I was just so done with the game that I would like. Cre- I was trying to f- like find bugs in the game, and I would create. I'm so bad. Mm. I would create chairs around the like the avatar, and I would try to see if he would like. I was pretty much trying to kill the sim. You can't kill sims. Yeah. They like going to like another, but I would create like there's a fireplace and I would put a bunch of chairs around. <laughs> That's to see, how, yeah, to see if I could find a bug doing that. Yeah. Even though anybody in the game would never do that. Do that. But mm-hmm. you never know, like especially with Sims. You know, my, Actually, my girlfriend still probably is someone that does My that. girlfriend <laughs> still plays Sims. She's, so, she's super into it. <laughs> so that game is like so when I did work on the game, uh, so uh, girls are the ones that love that game the most. So they're the they're the, like the number one customer for the game. Wow. So it was pretty much cater to uh the women. well everybody yeah but they're like they're who bought the game the most were girls dang yeah I, I, so they're actually thinking of a female audience when they're designing that game is that what you're saying i i don't know but i just know their their market was girls just, so i feel like definitely in the past games were just marketed and designed for guys, for yeah. guys. mostly yeah most yeah. of the teams that you work with are mostly guys but uh there is a lot of like amazing yeah. talent out there that are female yeah nice. I, f- I feel like now more 
Oh, now, you know, dude, now yeah. more, more than ever. You now know? it's everybody, yeah. yeah. Which is awesome. Like. Before, so when I was trying to uh, find a school, there wasn't that many schools. So, like, I think there was a couple places. Like, one was, of course, San Francisco. Now mm-hmm. they're everywhere. Now you can go pretty much study anywhere, like, to learn how to make video games or code right. and stuff like that. You can do that anywhere. But there wasn't that many places you can go to to, like, get the education for it. So that was, like, my dream was, I mean, I woke up every day playing, like, games at made me want to you know become a gamer and make games <laughs> like metal gear golden eye <sighs> you know mario brothers was the first thing that kind of topped it off um uh final fantasy a lot of a lot of nice amazing. i was gonna ask you are you i'm a super rpg nerd that's okay, always cool, been cool, cool. my my genre like one of the first games after Mario Brothers I played was the original Final Fantasy, even though I could Dude. barely fucking understand Final it. Fantasy. Or no, uh, yeah, it's so hard. hard. The long stories and, yeah. like, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. But I'm currently playing through Final Fantasy VI. Like, I got Steam on my little Steam laptop. Is a, Steam is addicting crazy, and their prices <laughs> are awesome. Yeah, so I, I, like, went through it. I'm like, all right, like, they got so many of these other, and, like, a lot of them are remastered I haven't played in a while, so... Yeah, I started Final Fantasy VI. I've been playing through that, like when I have time or yeah. don't want to play on Xbox. But uh, yeah, that's 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 dope. Yeah, I'm yeah. also playing through Dragon Age Origins right yeah. now on yeah, Xbox. Great game too. <laughs> I, and I'm such a crazy like because I'm a crazy collector. I have to have like the original, the physical, the physical, not uh, the greatest hits on PlayStation. The original, the original one, one. Uh, before the DLC the package and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I was like, ah, I gotta have this. Uh, I used to do that too. I I still have an Amazon wish list that has like rare, like Final Fantasy Tactics and like some of the other rare. Tactics is such another great game, dude. (laughs) That game's fucking so hard as fuck, too. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. I put so much time and effort into those games. So, like, you're telling me I'm just like going back and like visualizing me as a. Uh, back, back, back before the internet where you had to buy the player's guide to yeah, figure yeah, out yeah, how to yeah. 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 do that certain things. That was the shit back yeah. then. Getting like a, a walkthrough or player's guide, I'm like, yeah. And it's like a huge book and it's yeah, like $100. Pages. Yeah. I think that's why I'm such a collector because it's like, I got to have this in my collection, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel like, cause I, you know, when you're playing these games, you got to look up stuff on the internet sometimes. And mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like it's kind of sad where I just like type, it, type in and there's already a wiki for it and you can go through the walkthrough, but just by clicking, there was something more, you know, like you had to turn the page and like keep the page open to that spot when you came back to it to <laughs> oh, know yeah, what to oh, do. Yeah. Nostalgia yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or like Game Genie was like the same thing. It came with a book it's oh, to yeah. like figure out how to do all the things. You had a, a pamphlet with it and mm-hmm. you kept reading it and like trying to like get all their games and like break the codes and things. Like, it's, oh, yeah. yeah. Back when it was cool to cheat in games because you weren't cheating other people. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now <laughs> people. Everyone's, you know, people who cheat in games. I heard Call of Duty's super bad, like, the, with the, with cheaters. There's just so many. Oh, so, yeah, there's a lot of that, yeah. Well, it's because, you know, people want to mod it. They want to make it better, you know. You, like, that's why you see a lot of the different memes on different video games. You'll see, like, people create, like, I don't know, they'll create a character that's not in there that could, that's, like, a popular character. Like, for example, there's Goku in, like, one of the video games, <laughs> which is cool. Right. Yeah. And I feel like... Fortnite has definitely capitalized on that, like, yeah, oh yes, like mm-hmm. putting, you know. Every well, that's I think that's their that's the way they get a ton of like uh, gamers is by doing that. I, I I'm not a I've never like gotten into Fortnite playing it, but they like they're doing they know what they're doing. Like they've they got cre- dance moves. They got like you know custom. Yeah. 
all kinds of and stuff. And that's how they make the money. Like, the, people don't know, like, that game is free. Yeah. But you can just, there's so many ways to customize your little character and what it does that seem trivial, but, like, people are willing to pay 99 cents for or $1.50 well, for. Well, that's, that's, like, the greatest, like, business, like, platform is when you give something free. Because then everybody can play it. Right. The barrier for entry is low. Yeah. So then, so then you're going to get a mass audience. Because they're like, I want to play a game. I don't yeah. have, like, a lot of kids don't, they don't really have money unless, you know, they, That's the, yeah, you know, their like, family wealth, you know, is wealthy and they can, you know, shell out. I think games are super expensive now, but I think they're like 70 bucks. 70 they, bucks. And yeah. I was like, <sighs> yeah. But, like, they were also saying, I read an article, like, people are shocked that it took this long because, like, inflation wise, they should be like 85 bucks or something. I was like, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, that just, it, like, you know, Especially where the schools I've worked at, like these kids are not wealthy, so they're gonna play the free. Like I always notice, like they played the free games or they played the games that were cheaper than the sixty dollar price tag because they can't afford it. And that's I feel like people underestimate why mobile gaming has blown up because the games are cheaper. Like and not everyone, everyone has, has a phone. Yeah, not everyone has sixty dollars and three hours to sit in front of a. Also, like a fifty-inch four K TV to enjoy a console, yeah. or even a more expensive gaming PC. So, yeah, that's something. Gaming yeah, like is for the masses. It is. It is for the masses, which is awesome. Which you know got me into like into this kind of stuff. But now I'm like, I've kind of took it a different path now, doing what I'm doing now. But I'm trying to get back to that element. No, that's. Ah. Gaming, yeah. so much fun. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. All those, all those parents in the '80s who said, you know, gaming wouldn't work out for people. <laughs> oh yeah, and people. How make, wrong were they? And people make so much money, like Ninja. They do like he does collaborations with shoes now. Oh that's You crazy. know, and just like it's made people's careers. Well, like, and like just on the whole programming and software, like coding side of yeah. it, like if you, you can be a yeah, if you want to learn coding you can go make video games for a living mm-hmm. and play video games for a living something that was only joked about you can go pro in it like you can be professional we have professional gamers we have amateur gamers who still make money so yeah. tournaments like monica goes to that buck hunt tournament yeah know? like yeah like our first she's like nationally ranked in buck hunter like yeah. they go to the world championships you know like yeah. Awesome, awesome. yeah so it's yeah it's part of i feel like it's part of the culture like Main, it's gone from mainstream culture. Like, mm-hmm. how, how does that, uh, like, as someone who's followed it, how does that make you feel if you if you watched it over the years from something I feel like that, not everyone was really into or was seen as kind of nerdy, and now it's pop culture. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So for me, it's like I'm older now, so I kind of understand like the older generation why they thought that was not, you know, that's not a, something you're gonna get into. Mm. But now I think like kids can should do whatever they want. And they need to learn whatever they want. So, for example, if they're into, like, I don't know, like, TikTok, go for it. Because there's a lot of people that made Mm. money off of it. Yeah, that's the, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, whatever is weird to you now, and you're thinking, that's kind of weird. It's, for them, it's not. And it's going to, it's going to evolve to something else. I mean, look at everything that was nerdy when we were growing up. Comic books, Mm -hmm. fucking video games. Oh, yeah. And that's what people make, like, computers. (laughs) And people make money, like. You know, billion dollar fucking comic book movies and yes. <laughs> you know things like that you know that no one like not everyone was into like even hip hop music like yeah. it's just everything it just evolved it's what the people want so like mm. if a kid wants to learn something like let them learn and just thrive through that 
because they're gonna you know it's, they're gonna be creating the you know the future that they want and they're gonna be making whatever that is that's what people and, need to hear like yeah. it frustrates me as a teacher that we still teach like in so, like and expect kids to act no. like yeah. they did fucking even like 30 years ago 20 years ago like yeah. it the world has changed so much we really have to change the way we you know teach people to, to what they're going to do when they grow up because all these there's not going to be jobs like now like you're going to have to know coding and you're going to have to know mm-hmm. how to be create things like creativity is where it's going to be because you're going to have everything else at your finger t- fingertips yeah. like, oh, yeah. you're not going to i'm sorry like you know like people like to romanticize it but just simple blue collar jobs are going to be different and it's going yeah. to require a higher level of education like coding is going to be the blue collar job of the future. Instead of warehouses, because yeah, instead is of getting automated, instead of working things. in a warehouse, you're going to go sit, you know, or maybe even work from home, mm-hmm. just coding shit. Like that's yeah, yeah. what people yeah. are going to do in thirty or forty years as like a basic fucking job because you're going to need so many of them, mm-hmm. and that's the man. And like people are still arguing about fucking like <laughs> textbooks, and shit, you know, like yeah. uh-huh. it's so fucking. They need to teach the people what they want to learn. Yeah. yeah. And you got to think ahead. That's like the thing, too. Like, when people get taught things, it's just stuff that's kind of standard. Dude, you guys are. Stuff. You guys, that bar is way too. They, yeah. We got to. Yeah. They can't even get to that point. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. we got to teach them just how to be open to thinking. Like, yeah, exactly. to adapt. Outside of the box. Adapting. Like, mm. everything's so straightforward. And, like, you got to teach them how to be adaptable, how to learn and, like, build their own things because, like, things are going to change so much. And I feel like people. Especially people in charge should. I mean, look at people in Congress. They don't even know how fucking Facebook works. <laughs> how are they supposed to make Twitter, laws yeah. and like tell us what how to like teach stuff where they don't even know how like the basic <laughs> fucking technology works? Right, yeah, because right. a child could use an iPhone, but like a person in Congress can't. You know? Right. Oh, yeah. Like, why are we telling them not? We got to teach th- like instead of just seeing like don't use technology, we got to teach them how to learn it or like, teach them how to use it better like, as a tool. As a tool and like how to fucking navigate social media and all these things. Like the, the, we need to be teaching them how to do these things instead of like telling them to ignore it. And then they're magically going to pick it up <laughs> when you're 18 or 16 or whatever. Like it's just, nah. that's not how life works. <laughs> no. If you look at like adolescent kids, like babies or mm-hmm. just little, little humans, you know, you tell them to do something. They're going to of course learn from that. But if you just let them like experiment a little bit, like say I'll, I'll do like a little simple one. Mm-hmm. The kid is walking and there's stuff in the way, and the kid falls down. Mm-hmm. That's an experiment that the little kid learns, and that's, you know, he falls. He knows he shouldn't walk over there because he might fall again. And they can't go over that block or whatever. They can't go over that block. got to go around it. Exactly, mm-hmm. so, yeah. So If you just never have anything in their way, they don't learn that skill. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, that's... That. All you helicopter <laughs> parents out there always doing everything. Uh, yeah. Fucking crippling your kids emotionally. Yeah, it's like you got to let them kind of... I mean, th- and don't get me wrong. Yeah. There should be some barriers, like oh, there's knives. Need okay. structure. Yeah. But let me like, let me like get my kid get stabbed. But <laughs> you know, and we all go through that if you mm-hmm. think about it. Like y'all, like you know, you open the door, you close it, and you accidentally get your fingers caught. You're like, and that's how you ah. learn. Never again. <laughs> yeah. You know, the pan's yeah. hot. You know, you try your best. You, you try know? your best. Yeah, hey, yeah. this is hot. Don't touch it. You know, but they don't know. Like it's hot. Like oh, it's hot. Like I mean, what, what does that mean? I remember fucking cutting myself on something super sharp. <laughs> yeah. when I was a kid because I was like, I don't believe it's that sharp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I fucking like just touched it. Yeah. And then just like oh shit. And I was like bleeding like oh shit oh shit mom. <laughs> no, I didn't. No way was I calling my mom. Yeah, I just yeah. told her this story like six months ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
I'm almost 40. And I was like, no, like, yeah. my mom would have been so mad. No fucking. I was like, all right, well, uh, yeah. that was fucking dumb. I'm just going to like hold my finger until it stops bleeding and never mention this to her. Yeah, like, exactly, anyone. Yeah, exactly. So that's, uh, that's the physic fundamentals of learning. Mm. And that's why you should let kids uh, kind of figure out what they want. A little do. Bit never thought a discussion own. on video games was going to child rearing, but here we are. Well, it is because it's a connection as, as a childhood. Mm-hmm. You playing the game. And, and the thing is, when you're playing something or you're doing something, you're passionate about mm-hmm. it. So when you're becoming passionate about it, you're trying to learn the physics and the science behind all of that. I mean, you're talking to someone who 50% of my fights as a kid were fighting my siblings <laughs> over video game bosses. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, if just if for example, if your parents actually inf- like almost gave you that 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 drive to like, okay, go for it, dude. Here's some video games, uh-huh. and you're like, hell yeah. The only thing is that you have to like, they have to learn like the two parallels. Like, you have to kind of escape from it and actually. You yeah, you have to have a balanced life. You have to balance life because that's one thing that when I went into uh, learning how to make video games, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna play video games all day, <laughs> and like you do, but then it's not like that. There's mm-hmm. a lot of work that goes behind it and you're like fuck me like some of the projects that i worked on i was like i'm done (laughs) but the cool thing is that the company gave me a black card and i would go out and buy like packs of like monsters and like doritos just to keep everybody going because it it is an intense it's an intense world like it it's super intense like i know you love video games but the work behind it it, nobody yeah like i said you gotta teach them all about it, not just mm. the fun side. You got to show exactly. them the work that goes into it, and you also got to show them that like that's can be one part of your life. Yeah, like you can't go home from school every day and play fucking Fortnite until 10 p.m. or 11 or 12, <laughs> and then go to sleep. I'm so bad. I, I, like, I know you're saying that, but I do. <laughs> but I, I it's different. <laughs> it's different for you because you're an adult. Like right, 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 right. Yeah. when my students do it, they're like my parents. Their parents will be like they're not eating. Like, you know, like, they're just drinking all, soda, like, yeah, you know, boxes. like, they're sitting in class talking about, it. I'm like, bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, okay, like, I get it, you guys are into it, you're about that life, right, but, right. like, you gotta have a break from it, you know, they're, mm. they're, like, getting into arguments in class about, like, a match from the night before and shit, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, getting in fights, because people are, like, he said, what? No, no, like, uh, 1v1 me, 1v1 me, I'll show <laughs> like, it gets so petty, it does, but, like, it you gotta teach them, like, yeah, alright, yeah. you gotta have some balance, like, like anything else in life. Go see the sun. That's, that's, <laughs> you know, that's like key, balance. And also parents have to educate themselves of what a video game is and what it does to the person. And they have to know the science. So like dopamine, you're getting a ton amount of dopamine. So of course you're going to be stuck on the video game forever. So if parents knew the science behind it, they can kind of like, they can they, they know how to like, okay, he's, okay, we got to get him like this one day, that like maybe Saturday. That's what I do. So like Saturday when you don't go to school or you don't work, and then uh, you give up that one day, and then that way, when it comes to the following week, you have something to like work look forward for. to. Yeah, mm-hmm. look forward to instead mm-hmm. of every day. Because what happens, you know, you're it's stuck. just like anything else. You get addicted exactly. to exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's an addiction. Yeah, yeah. Um, like when I was growing up, because I had two little brothers that played video games, so we would we would be able to play for thirty minutes. And okay. like if someone else, so like if you were playing, and like everybody was like, I want to play. Like all right, I'm gonna set the timer. Thirty minutes is up. You know, I get to, I get to play. Mm-hmm. Smart. And so like, we, that was, you know, you learned, obviously, sharing because, you know, mm-hmm. multiple. And then as we got older, like, we had more TVs and we could split up, like, the <laughs> systems into oh, yeah. different rooms. But still, like, it's anything else. You had to learn moderation and, and obviously, you know, having a life outside of video games, which I feel like is harder now because mm-hmm. you couldn't play with your friends online all day. Yeah, you yeah, had yeah. to have social interaction. Mm-hmm. You had to go. 
Outside. Outside and fucking hang out with your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now they, they do that, you know, on the internet. Yeah, like yeah so their life is completely different from ours. Like, yeah. Yeah, like we're like, you guys should go out and play. And it's like, you should, because exercise is good. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, it's like, it's their world now. Yeah, the, yeah. The whole, like, we, once they open the floodgates of the internet, it's kind of like over, old, yeah. information overload. And, and I, people yeah. are learning all kinds of crazy stuff just from that. And I, if, if I hadn't experienced it myself, it would be hard. So, like, I have friends that, like, I am friends with only through playing video games on Xbox together. We, like, don't Amazing. interact. Amazing. Like, it's people, some of them are people I know, like, in real life mm-hmm. or new. But I haven't seen in years and years and years, except for a couple times, but we just play video games together. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, that brings back memories. So back in the day, I don't. this is going to date me again, but we used to do LAN parties. And we used to bring these big-ass towers to our friend's house, and it'd be yeah. a network of computers. And see, like people didn't understand at that time, but we were learning networking. Mm-hmm. We're learning how to like use routers and you know route these computers, which people get paid a lot of money to do. Mm-hmm. There's right? like there's just warehouses dedicated to this kind of stuff, and you know then there's more to do it too, like cooling and like oh dude, I can go crazy about like how <laughs> stuff works, but yeah, I think that's just the that's just how I am now. I just mm-hmm. try to learn a, a bunch of stuff that you know that I, just from well, obviously up. it's you know it's serving you well. Like you're you're doing what you love. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. Should be everyone's goal. Yeah, mm-hmm. you should do. You know, and also like running your own business is not easy. So like, you have to love and be passionate of what you do, because mm-hmm. if you don't, it's gonna take the drive of what you're doing. Because once you really find out what like doing something, it's not like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna be successful in one day. It's like anything that you do, like for example drawing, you're not you might some people have the talent to like bam start doing it, but it takes ten years yeah to actually become like almost a master of what mm-hmm. you're doing. And then, and then we're students of like learning. So you just have to keep, you know, all the time, keep all learning, the time, keep practicing, keep doing. Yeah, like it. you, you can't just like pick up a camera. Well, you can and start taking pictures, but there's, there's, there's a, there's a science to it. There's an art to it. There's, mm-hmm. there's the intelligence to it. Yeah, that people don't. It comes with experience. It comes with experience mm-hmm. and, yeah. and and mess and failure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ma- you know, messing up and learning from the mistakes and you know, like and, anything you do in life. And exactly, and I think like. Don't be afraid to fail because fail is learning. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the uh, a lot of the systems that we do is like, oh, you fail, you're done. That's why we have this kind of culture where, like, they don't want to do it because they're scared of failing. Yes. You gotta the te- thing yeah. is, we always say no one wants to take a fucking L. You got to learn gotta, how. You got to teach people that it's okay to, to, to fail at something. Mm-hmm. And that is what produces, you know, <laughs> greatness. Like, greatness, exactly. Mm-hmm. You work towards that goal. So I think, like, a lot of – it should be recommended for people to get into some kind of like athletic. I was just about to say that <laughs> because you it, learn that from that. I, I, yeah. I uh, growing up as a super competitive kid, like just learning how to lose. Like I would fucking hate to lose when I was a kid. Like, oh, uh, like like I said, like getting fights with my brothers if they be, ever beat me in something, and you know it's. But it you got to learn how to do that and overcome it. And for some people, it's the opposite. They're afraid to take the L. Some people, you know, they love competing, but they just can't, don't know how to mentally <laughs> Take handle it. losing, yeah. you know, like they, they understand that. So, but everyone, like, it's just valuable lessons in life. Oh, yeah. You got to do something competitive, you know, even if it's against your nature, yeah. it, stre- it stretches your, your personality and you learn more about yourself, like mm-hmm. competing. Play video games. Yeah, builds char- <laughs> yeah, builds character, Play you know. Mega Man, like, the old school Mega Man. Oh, that my shit was God. Super hard. Or, or, dude, even Contra. Contra. Oh, like, that's a dope game. Yeah, 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 and that was like super hard sometimes. Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the satisfaction, like 
Here's the thing. I grew up in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Like, the satisfaction of even being able to completely beat a game yeah. was something, like, as a kid, you didn't extend games. It was just like, oh, no, bro, I can't get past level 3.4. Yeah. And it'd be like, everyone in the neighborhood, no one. Oh, one guy got to, like, so-and-so's <laughs> brother got four point, got to 4.5. Like, yeah. oh, I heard so-and-so's cousin, mm. like, beat, beat the game. You know, like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. their games were so hard you couldn't even – Mm-hmm. Beat them, and I, 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 I can tell you the answer to that, and I can tell you why. Because the engineers that are creating the video games are not making the games for the for the user, so they're making these complex engineered puzzles that they don't realize that the gamer is gonna have like trouble with. Ah. There's a possibility of getting through it over repetition and over yeah. learning, but the thing is that they make the game too difficult for some people that are just starting out yeah yeah it's like games, o- overly engineered for like the user yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah games have definitely come a long way yes. with, with when it comes to difficulty because yeah. as someone who i just started playing madden for the first time in like 10 years and <laughs> you know was, rookie was so easy i'm like all right like i played like one season on rookie i'm like this is ridiculous uh, like this is not a challenge at all and i uh-huh. just moved it up to pro and i like Holy shit, I can't even fucking comp- – like, I'm throwing six interceptions a game. Like, before, I was throwing for 500 yards. Like, exactly, exactly. And, you know, and, that, that, and that right there is the key of learning, you know? You mm-hmm. start off small, and that's how I base my, my, my business aspect. Mm-hmm. You start off small, and you take those steps. Build on top yeah, of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. take those steps. It's and, that and, tier. And, mm-hmm. and, and you got to learn. <laughs> like, once something becomes easy, all right, like, up the difficulty. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Some of you, you know, start a life out on easy and have never upped that difficulty. <laughs> exactly. And it shows. Yes. Yeah, it shows. Because, <laughs> like, if you're not building up your levels at, at lower levels, once you get to those higher levels, you know, there's, the bosses are harder. Oh, yeah. And oh, you, yeah. Like, some people can, don't got the experience. You got to go down to those lower levels. And <laughs> it's, so, I always tell people, it's way easier to learn lessons when you're a kid and mm. a teenager than to learn them as a fucking adult. Consequences it's, are it, higher. The, con- the stakes is high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't see the brain is so crazy complex. That, like, any kid, if you think about it, everybody can draw. Mm-hmm. You know? A little kid is like, you know, finger painting. They yeah. want to draw. But the thing is that they don't have that in their brain to tell them, you know, that sucks. You know, people say that sucks. Yeah. So that stops them from learning how to be mm-hmm. this amazing artist. You got to, like, cu- curate them in a certain way that's, like, not too, like, everyone gets a blue star or whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah. well, it's like knowing, like a ribbon. No, yeah. It's knowing, like, what the average, you know, like, you know, someone who works with kids, it's like, I can understand, like, I worked with middle schools forever. So if I see a 14-year-old, whether it's like playing basketball or writing or reading, you can recognize like, holy shit, this kid's way more advanced than other kids that age. Mm-hmm. So like you can encourage them. But all the, all the, on the flip side, it's like if they're just average, you're like, no, like you don't suck. You're just starting. You're mm-hmm. fucking 14. Like yeah, exactly. you're not like don't you can't compare yourself to what you see on the Internet or yeah. TV. Like yeah. you can't compare yourself to the best person like yeah. They were like, think about like where they were when they were your age, and that's where you got to start. You know, you got to start somewhere because, and that's that's why I like working with kids because it's like showing them it's it's teaching them that like you got it, you're gonna Mm -hmm. fail, like it's okay, yeah, like just because you didn't do it right this time, like learn from this experience, and and that's what teaching is is just guiding them through that process, and you know, like 
I like, you know, even choosing like articles for them to read, you're like, okay, they're going to struggle with this. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. I'm just going to give them extra time. I'm not going to fucking make it easier for them. Exactly. I'm going to like help them so they can get through it. I'm going to give them extra Perfect. time. I'm going to give them like, you know, like whatever, like give them like, you know, some of the definitions or ch- teach them how to fucking do it mm-hmm. and struggle through it. And that's, I feel like that's what's missing because people want to skip all those steps because it is hard and it does suck. Mm-hmm. And people don't want to, you know, they don't want to go through that process. But the process Worth. is what leads to the yeah. results. Yeah, just think about your guys' podcast. I mean, if you, how, how long has this podcast been going for? Three and a half years So almost. I'm sure the podcast has evolved to what it is now and what it could be in the future. Mm-hmm. So if you look at when you first started podcasting, did you guys have three microphones and a laptop? <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. Like, I go back and I can't even listen to some of our earlier, like, first couple episodes because it's so bad compared to how we are now. Yeah. So, see, the, the evolution of, like, people is like you you know you have to take those steps and let that person like strive into that yeah oh, what so, a great conversation yeah. Bobby. thank you oh, yeah and, and, that, and, that, and my, my intro was if you want to run a business it's not easy <laughs> yeah. you have to start from the bottom work your way yeah and it's like don't don't be afraid of failing because failure mm-hmm. is the key to motivation success. to success mm-hmm. and just because you have success you know and you're gonna fail there too it's like it's 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 not it's constant you know exactly so don't be afraid of that don't let fear stop you from like reaching that mm-hmm. so yeah so were you the one that organized the the tournaments at uh coffee and comics no i didn't i didn't, never did that i never i've never worked with coffee and comics oh. i would love to you should yeah once things get so like I, normal I, like if you go back in the old school days i did i would do like the like the different places everywhere wherever anybody would take us so um like Pizza places. Uh, we did it at like we would rent out venues. Mm-hmm. We, like if we rented a venue, we would charge people like not that much. We would charge them like five bucks, just to and, cover the cost. Just mm-hmm. to cover the cost, and, and and I didn't even care about making money. I just wanted to create this thing for people that they were, they love. Yeah, a little community. It was a little community because mm-hmm. Reno back then was kind of a weird. You know, it wasn't as open. Like for example, when I first opened uh, the store, Katie Empire, and I sold anime stuff people didn't understand it mm-hmm. something that's different they didn't understand so it i wanted to and there's people that are that do understand so i just wanted to instead of like bashing people i wanted to educate them on on this like awesome i guess i don't know awesome thing like awesome art hobby art. Mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. yeah and that's another thing i was like uh, there's an intelligence of like art that people don't understand like people buy a figure mm-hmm. but they don't understand how many people like actually like how much time and effort and art. process and yeah. effort? Like, like, there's a design team, there's artists, there's someone that thought and created the idea, and then you have to think, okay, shit. Now we have to like, we have a process like plan to build this thing. So like, you know, they have to get like plastics, molding, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. And then you have people that have to manage the line and help build this stuff for you to get this amazing art. That's like this big. It's this big, <laughs> yeah. or not even that big. So you know, depending Sometimes, on what size. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah so. The, so the, the cool thing about it is like if you know like uh, if you know an artist like uh, for example uh, uh, Frank Montana yeah our, our homie Frank so yeah. I was just about to say salute to you Frank we uh-huh. know you're out there listening yeah so yeah, yeah if you look, if you think of how that guy does it he's cre- he's creating his own small business and he's he's developing all these like little tiny things that I just talked about so mm-hmm. his plastic he comes up with it yeah you know he creates I think it's a, like a Lego set yeah he makes, makes a mold, mold yeah, out of out a Lego, Lego set. Set. so if you think yeah. about it that's a business that if you if he was to like uh, like because he has a knowledge he's been doing it for years mm-hmm. he can create a company just from that and I was trying to like I was trying to like guide him into that but he was like no nah, this and that you know he had a lot of things that he yeah was, 
Going and he's it, like, I, he's I the artist. To, yeah. He's the artist, yeah. So I was trying to get, I was trying to work with him. I was trying to create a company, but the guy, he already knew the whole business plan from the line. Yeah, he, the first time we had him on the show, like just listening to him, how he sat down and created his the universe for his characters and like yeah. the story behind, the backstory and everything. I was like, damn, man, like. This is like, listen, you know, like a, I didn't realize how much went into this, and yeah. that's why he's successful. Because yeah. I was like, he has this from, as Caesar would say, tip to tail covered. Tip to tail, oh, yeah. yeah, it's a science. And it's he created science. his universe, you know, based on that. But his production thing, yeah, it's just crazy. You like, you see him online, yeah. and it's just like he made a mold out of Legos. Yeah, and he like creative poured, problem solving. Yeah, and he like yeah. pour he pours his vinyl or whatever he uses the plastic mm-hmm. and creates, like, and especially because it's only one person, so it's hard for him to like mass produce things at a scale when you get it like at your store, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his is like very custom, very one or ten. Like he, it's just but, hard. It's, but it it makes it more unique yes, and gives exactly. people more value because mm-hmm. it's not something that's mass produced. You know, like the time and the craftsmanship that, that goes into, into making. Mm-hmm one piece yeah, yeah so that's what I'm, that's what i'm saying like we're, we're such a like society that we're just like ah give me that right now disposable yeah but you have to actually like, think about like this person put this much like energy brain power into this that you know whatever the price he puts out he's he's worth it mm-hmm. because people don't understand like the whole thing we're just used to like here shell it out you know yeah everything is at your fingertips mass produced but like in it lessens its value. It makes it inherently cheap because it's mass produced. There's mm-hmm. no, the, the, there's no, there's less thought in it. Like I would do this thing to uh, teach my students, uh, like when mass production came out. So like, Smart. I would have like four kids off to the side. Like you guys are highly trained artists, and I would give them a picture. And I'm like, I want you guys to draw like that picture the best you can. And then I would have all the other 20 kids like line up and each one of them would do just one part of the picture and pass smart, it on to the smart. next one. And I was like, all right, you have 10 minutes. Let's see how many you can make versus how many they can make. So then, you know, it shows it like the, the 20 kids on the assembly line would make, you know, like 15 or 20. But and the other kids would make one or two. But I'm like, when you showed up, I'm like, which one looks better? <laughs> And you're like, obviously, the kid who took his time looks better, yeah. so this one's going to be more expensive. This one right here is pretty, like, doesn't look good at all, but you can, like, how many they made. And so it just, sh- like, it, it shows you, like, how, cr- you know, things have changed in our society from, like, when people used to produce things as craftsmen versus how it, everything now is just mass produced. It's fucking cheaper quality. Okay, mm-hmm. so th- think about that cheaper quality. So what that means for the business person, it means super cheap for them. So they're paying, they're selling out like five or ten bucks, and they're selling it to you for like fifty. No, let's take let's take Jordans or take shoes. Oh yeah. The price of shoes is I think like twenty five dollars to make. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're selling it to you for now it's two hundred and two hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So the resale market on that is like what a thousand three thousand. Yeah. So the value of the shoes like it doesn't cost that much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a perfect example because shoes are mass produced. But like you see, like the fucking Dior Jordans that that dude wore to the yeah, inauguration, yeah. like mm-hmm. the the rareness of them, and people recon- still recognize the quality when yeah. they see it. Yeah. And that one, like the Dior, the Dior ones were made in Italy, like same factory as all the other Dior stuff. So like that, you know, there yes, but on an average, like the shoe, yeah, just in Vietnam somewhere. Cool man. So yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> well. Javi, thanks for yes. coming on. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. 
I think we'll take our first break, Caesar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what is your song of the week this week? So uh, from the homie Chris Maselli, his uh, latest single, Soul. Um, yeah, listen and enjoy. We'll talk about it afterwards. Salute. Salute. been a little crazy baby i've been smoking on o's i've been doing the most to fuck with you let me make a toast to all of my bros it's all love with you baby i've been coasting the coast it's no joke i've been growing up i kind of actually give a fuck no i ain't changed but i've been going up it's funny things were going tough now baby i've been showing up it's kind of crazy no you notice all these days are getting molded up it's funny how things change i lost focus now it's all fucking history hocus pocus can we fix things baby i'll be this way Maybe I'll be this way And I'm schooling It's funny how things change I lost focus Now it's all fucking history Hocus pocus Can we fix things? Maybe I'll be this way Maybe I'll be this way And I'm schooling My soul be opening doors I'm taking my time I'm hitting my lows Hitting my highs I'm hitting it slow Taking my time I'm taking it slow My soul be opening doors I'm taking my time I'm hitting my lows Hitting my highs, I'm hitting this stroke Taking my time, I'm taking it slow My soul, my soul Now baby see, baby, see, can we stop with all this fuck shit and make believe? I told your ass don't need no Maybelline, your candy ass keep saying things. I ain't the one to make a scene, but patience be escaping me. You the type to face a G, I'm the type to face a bleeze. It ain't right, we got our vices, it don't bite like Mike. Fuck the fight, can't you roll this paper please? Let's get up like kites, go ahead and gas me up. I need this hype and all that type of stuff. So baby, when I'm writing, I be thinking back to us. Just a thunder to my lightning, make this whole thing boom. Talking crazy, let's get back to the room. It's getting shy. But the shit still bloom. No, the shit still bloom. It's funny how things change. I lost focus. Now it's all fucking history. Hocus pocus. Can we fix things? Baby, I'll be this way. Baby, I'll be this way. And I'm schooling. It's funny how things change. I lost focus. Now it's all fucking history. Hocus pocus. Can we fix things? Baby, I'll be this way. Baby, I'll be this way. I'm my soul be opening doors. I'm taking my time. I'm hitting my lows, hitting my highs. I'm hitting this road. Taking my time. I'm taking it slow. My soul, my soul. All right, welcome back. That was Caesar's song of the week. It was My Soul by Chris Maselli. Yeah, a little Willy Wonka feel in there. Um, kid's really grown a lot. Like, uh, you know, we've talked about him before, had him on uh, the radio show and stuff. And yeah. neighbor, um, my brother, like, he's the same age as my brother. And my brother, like, would, like, send me his old stuff, you know? And, then, and lately, I'm like, yo, he's getting really good, you know? So now we're uh, kind of like... I'm shooting photos for him and like helping him with, I just want to give him tools to do what he wants to do. And it's awesome. But yeah. song's great and very Salute. introspective kid. Salute to you, Chris. Yeah. The music's getting better and better. Yeah. We'll have him on the podcast soon too. Can't wait till, yeah, COVID's over and we can go do some live shows. Yeah. That's what he was talking about yesterday. He's like, people have been asking me to do a live show and I was like, uh, I don't think we could really do that. So hopefully soon. And that's why 
this, uh, things are going to be popping off with uh, Neon Babylon and Masterpiece Studio and things like that for Chris. So it's awesome. All right. Well, uh, Caesar, it's that time of the week. World news. Yeah, world news time. And the first thing we've got on here is uh, your COVID checks are coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Biden passed the relief bill without the fucking Republicans. They're just mm-hmm. like, like, hey, uh, we'd done. like you guys to help us. If you don't want to, fine. And they did it. So salutes to them. People should be getting, I think, uh, another $1,400. Uh, that checks you know, in the next few weeks. I don't know the details. I don't think the actual bill has been officially signed yet, but... You know, in a few weeks, people should there, and this bill is super important because it includes money for local and state governments who have these huge budget shortfalls because of COVID, and it's going to help them out tons because there would have been, I like just the little I know with the city and, and the school district, they were already facing crazy budget cuts. So hopefully, some of this money will help. But again, all the details aren't out, but it's good. You know, like that's what the government is here for—to so help us. When things crazy things happen, even though some people think they should not spend money on the average person, but <laughs> you know, like all like the the money that's going to like the city of Reno and to Washoe County and to the state of Nevada, like this money funds programs like and, and pays for things that people need, like you know, teachers, like yeah, like education and you know, like infrastructure, like fixing your fucking roads and streets and stuff like that. So, you know, that's. Yeah, yeah, so it was a huge thing, and the Republican bill didn't include that money for the states and stuff because they're fucking terrible people. Because they don't care. Yeah, they don't give a shit. Corporations, so. yes. The average person, no. That's why it makes me so mad when people are like, the parties are the same. They're the same. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Ugh. like I understand the concept behind that, mm-hmm. but like, there's stark differences that affect you, and this is what have been an example of it. So, uh, And they're still fucking arguing. Like, the minimum wage thing is in there, and like, look... If you're arguing against people making more money on minimum wage, you're a fucking dumb fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, you have been brainwashed by the shitty capitalism we have right now that, into, like, thinking people shouldn't have a life it, or, you mm-hmm. know, being able to support their family on the wage, saying, on the, you know, the job yeah, they have. Like, just by themselves, you know, to support yourself. Like, Not just even a family. Like, why, like, why do you. Th- like you should, be, all of us should be fighting to make more. Don't hold other people back just because mm-hmm. they can't, you know. So, yeah. yeah, that was that was a big win. Yeah, and then you were saying uh, the next thing: the COVID is mutating, and it's a there's show all these of... mutations around the world. Yes, but so far the vaccine still works on them. Uh, they expected this, but again, this is the bad thing about letting it spread so much. Is like, there's one that's like came out of South Africa only. That's you know spreads more easily then you have the uk one that mm-hmm. spread more easily but then there's like another one in 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 uh south america that they just found about in brazil that they're trying to track and and see the differences so you know like hopefully they don't mutate too much but it seems so far they're mutating to be spread more easily so we'll see if that has an effect on how bad the symptoms are and and everything but so far so good Keep your fingers crossed. And uh, I, I recommend you get vaccinated. Like, shit. Like, people put way... You guys do way crazier things with what you eat and mm, shit yes. to your body already. I, it goes corn syrup. Like, like, people like, if you've ever drank a Four loco, you need to take that fucking vaccine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or some nitrate. <laughs> yeah, like, if you, if you fucking do Molly, <laughs> you should fucking take the vaccine. <laughs> you know, like, uh-huh. But, uh, yeah. 
So uh, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's it for the news. <laughs> yeah, and that's usually the news now, anyways. You know, mm-hmm. and just the weather lately too has been bananas in places. Well, uh, and then we got uh, in the culture. Disney's going to make a Black Panther TV show on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Just announced. What do you guys think about? Like, how do you guys think they're going to handle like Chadwick Bosman dying? We got to see with the movie how how that you know pans out. So like, they're saying you know his sister's going to take over. Um, there might be uh, what's his face going to come back on too. Uh, Jordan. Yes, mm-hmm. for like something you know. Mm. And but you know in the comic book she takes over anyways you know yeah so she's, like she's actually more intelligent than uh, Tony yeah, Stark yeah exactly she's super smart and it'll be awesome to see another female lead because like with like you know Captain Marvel she did great um, and to see some girl super smart a person of color and a queen of a kingdom you know mm-hmm. so we'll see how that pans out first and then I think but Disney does real well with Marvel. Like it's Disney it's, period is doing amazing. I yeah. mean, if you're thinking about yeah. buying stocks, <laughs> I did. I did. I bought stocks. Disney stock fucking yeah. last week. We just fucking talked about it. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, you know, the stock has de- been down because of park. Cause I'm like, people don't like the parks and shit are closed. But like once that, like their entertainment division has mm-hmm. been doing so well, I don't know what I'm talking about here. Okay, I'm just fucking like I'm not an expert, but it's just like the stock's gonna go up. Like once once things go back, you know, where people can go and do stuff, like people will, are gonna want to go do, take vacations and go mm-hmm. like everything. Yeah, Disney's yeah, Disney's awesome. They're I taking mean, over the world. Yeah, I hope it's for good. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if if you like something, anything in this world, and you 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 want to support it. So that's the best way of doing it is by putting your money, your dollar, your energy, mm-hmm. your everything into that and, mm-hmm. and making it better. So if you if you want to support something, that's the way to do it. Yeah, because I think they're I think they're finally breaking and gonna put Black Widow on Disney Plus. They're mm. finally, and it might be like a Mulan where you got to pay a little bit at the beginning to watch it, like you know, sooner than later. You know, different from what HBO's doing, but yeah. So they're finally gonna break and be like, okay. They have to. <laughs> it, it needs to. It needs to. You know. Yeah, dude. The the movie theater is dying. If you if you think about like how like CDs or like tapes or VHS, mm-hmm. it's just evolving. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think you already saw that with pe- the the high end movie theaters. Like mm-hmm. people want either a super nice experience or they're gonna stay home. Like why do I want to go? This is why I I thought forever. Like why do I want to go sit in an uncomfortable seat where I can't fucking stretch my legs out mm-hmm. and pay fifteen dollars. When I can just wait three months and do it comfortably from my living room. And now TVs are so cheap. Like, you get a huge TV, sound system, your couch. So, you know? Yeah. But, I, but I'm all about those luxury, nice-ass movie yeah. theaters, too. Like, yeah. if I'm going to pay $15, I want to sit in a fucking comfortable-ass mm-hmm. chair. I want to have, out. like, yeah, or <laughs> drink, and, and drink a beer. Yeah, 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 like, that's, again, the, you know, you're paying for that extra experience. So, yeah. And I love the movie experience, you oh, know, yeah. just in general. I used to go matinee Tuesday was like the lady night date night, get some food, a movie, you know, cheap bond on a budget, you know. Oh, yeah. Dude, the, just the going back in the memories mm-hmm. and the, everything that you've done. Is, yeah. It's an amazing experience. And the energy is like in a movie theater. Especially on an opening weekend yes, for like a, like, like a Marvel. You like know? seeing Endgame, like, you know, opening weekend with like a theater fact packed full of people yes. like it, it was it was super cool and like uh-huh. you remember those those moments where you yeah. catch 
a movie, especially when they're unexpected, where you watch a movie and you're like, damn, this is this is a great movie. And everyone in the audience knows yeah. it. Like for me, like the last one, like when Captain Marvel grabbed Thor's hammer, you know, mm. it's been building up. It's been coming. And then everyone was just like, yeah, in the movie theater, like it finally happened. And it was like just everyone excited at the same time, you know, and it's just like the experience is awesome. Oh, yeah. But it's just going to have to wait, you know, like I think I saw the statistic where it's going to take like five to seven years mm-hmm. to like be normal back again after, you know, vaccination and so on and so forth. But yeah, and it's just the experience. I miss it. Oh, yeah, dude. I like how your predictions become statistics over time. <laughs> well, I first remember how I was saying five You years. predicted. You were like, my prediction is five. Then, my now prediction you're, was now five. You're, now it's. I saw what something. Stats are saying. Yeah, the stat. I think it was like New York Times. He makes or his own. He makes his own futures. <laughs> you have a uh, website with all your like stuff that you have predicted. Yeah, sometimes it comes through. Caesar, know? Caesar Domus. Caesar Domus. Yeah, there you go. De la Domus. <laughs> 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 that could be a new uh, AKA right there. Mm-hmm. Well, but, uh, mm-hmm. the next thing. Golden, I didn't even know this. Golden Eye is yeah. remastered for Xbox. Yeah, I saw they like leaked it. Is it official? It's, is it? <sighs> It was a leak. So I heard I, it wasn't like it was like a boot. Like people just did it on their yeah. own. It wasn't done by. Yeah, but like they were doing it for the Xbox, and it like leaked out 4K, uh, GoldenEye back in the day. First person shooter, classic, so much fun. Look, I'm I was uh, I was fucking OG. I was so good at fucking GoldenEye. <laughs> it's one of the just best games ever. Strafing ever, while you fucking ever. strafing. While you're shooting the people, yeah. like, what do you guys know about hitting those fucking button, like the strafe button? Running and just odd like, job, like, mm-hmm. you know, getting the smaller character so you have a smaller hitbox, harder to, to kill you. Like, <laughs> what do people know about that? It was so fun. It was definitely game changer. You oh know? yeah, yeah. And that that again, that was a game didn't expect. I remember we, uh, Shannon and I got that for my youngest brother. Uh, for his birthday, like right when it came out, like the like we had just gotten a Nintendo sixty four like a few months mm-hmm. before, and just how quickly it fucking took everything over, like mm-hmm. holy shit, this game is super fucking fun. Yeah, without mm-hmm. that, no Call of Duty, like yeah, you know, it's like, the OG like Halo, of first person you know? shooters, like yeah, snipering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then like yeah, Doom too, like you know, like got better after that, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, dude, it just. Awesome. I was oh, excited. Yeah, yeah I'm like, excited. That's like one of my top games on my list. Ever, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, exper- like, the experience of playing that just... I, I remember the last time I played it, like, I like it was probably eight years ago because it was a Facebook memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, a couple friends from high school, we were in town. Like, everyone was in town during Christmas, and we went over to his house and drank beers and played Goldeneye like we used to do in high school. Awesome. Yeah. And just like the four boxes, and you're looking at their screen where they're at, you know, and just uh. yeah, I was always odd job, or I was like the Siberian soldier because <laughs> they were gray and it matched like the gray in the, the walls, walls and shit. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> <he> goes, no, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the, the new guy would always be like Jaws, like oh I'm Jaws, you're like go ahead and be that dumb big ass fucking <laughs> yeah. guy. It's super easy to easy shoot. easy target. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, that's cool. I, another game I heard they're remastering for you super nerds out there is uh, Knights of the Old Republic from uh, the old Xbox 360 games. Oh, shit. I just saw a video about that this week. And, of course, the Mass Effect remaster is coming out, I think, later this month or, or next month. Mm-hmm. Another game. Did you play those games, Javi? Oh, yeah. I played all those games. Yeah, yeah I know all about them. It's crazy that they're remastering. So I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get, like when you said that, I'm thinking, oh shit, they're doing like what they do in Hollywood. Yeah, they start remastering right? all their stuff instead of creating new stuff. Yeah, because like, 
I think Mass Effect 3 came out in like 2012, so it's mm-hmm. not that old. It was no. like, it was on Xbox. Was it on Xbox One? I think it was on yeah. Xbox One. So, mm-hmm. like, it's not even a whole generation. I mean, I can understand the first one because it came out like 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, like, even like the second two ones in the game were way different. But, yeah, I don't. I'd, re- I'd rather them go back and remake some games from like the 90s or the early, like mm-hmm. from the PlayStation or, or Xbox 360, and not do these current games. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah like it's Goldeneye. awesome to see like the like how how they make it. it. It's so awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for this Goldeneye. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, hopefully, like like I said, hopefully it does happen because like that'll be an awesome, you know reboot and they don't even need to do much to it just like yeah, so that, that, make the graphics better and like keep the same thing you know yeah they have the story they have how to make the game mm-hmm. they just you know just you know update it update it yeah so we could see it on a nice format it in the will yeah mm-hmm. and then uh it's the 20th anniversary yeah jay dilla uh welcome to detroit uh it's on all streaming platforms and it's just awesome to you know some jay, jay dilla he's influenced so many people and it's just awesome yeah, I didn't even real, realize that because I was listening to that out al- the the album like I was making an instrumental playlist to play at work and th- I saw that I was like, oh damn, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize it's been twenty years. And Jesus, I would I've always wanted to go to like a Dilla day, and uh, like uh, I think they have one in the Midwest. I think there's one in Miami, and it'd just be awesome. I mean, we did do one here in Reno. We did, yeah, <laughs> but like to go to a bigger city and a lot of people pull to it you know that are in the surrounding areas mm-hmm. would be cool too mm-hmm. but yeah at the next patrick mahomes you know with the super bowl his rookie card sold for eight hundred and sixty one thousand mm. dollars. that's fucking crazy how ca- it, it's only like four years old yeah there has to be a lot of them out there Yes, that's, dude, it's an amazing asset to have. Dude, it's crazy. That's like when like, people think of like collectibles or anything. Like, dude, think about like what you're like. That's the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like people say, oh, that's just a card, and it's like uh, uh-huh. you can just you know throw that away. But dude, in like ten, fifteen, twenty years, mm-hmm. that's worth a house. Yeah, it's, I mean, mm-hmm. as someone who we were talking about earlier with video games, like there's some video games that like if you get the original like Super Nintendo version mm-hmm. or uh playstation 2 version are worth like it's like 200 like i was looking for this game skies of arcadia that was only made on gamecube and it was a super rare game to buy it you have to pay like 175 dollars for a copy of the game <laughs> oh yeah i mean it's just it's crazy the value of things mm-hmm. oh yeah it's art man if no, you think about it it's yeah a history we've been doing this for like centuries yeah, yeah. true and true. that's just like a card that's worth like a house yeah, just think like 10 years down the road, depending on his career, you know, how much is that worth? It's like investing almost, like in a painting. I mean, I used to think that when I was investing, when I was buying suits to my brother Shannon and Steve. <laughs> like when we, we, I can remember like buying like the Fleer Ultra 92 set. We're like, the tops. Yeah, like, oh, this set's worth only like, we can get it for $25. I'm like, the Shaq rookie card alone is worth 15 So what's it going to be like, what's it going to be in 30 years? I still have it. I don't know. We haven't retired off it. Maybe I should look Check that it up. up. Yeah. yeah, we got. I got to look that uh-huh. up. We, the three of us split the cost. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we're still friends, still know each other thirty years later. So we'll see. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't, so don't make fun of people that are actually like into that. Collecting. Because guess yeah. what? They get to buy a house later on. Uh huh. They don't have to like 
work for it so hard. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, all those yeah. people who got in at the fucking GME stock when it was like twenty dollars. Oh, dude, <laughs> and smartly sold when it hit four hundred. Dude, yeah. I, okay, I'll tell you a story. I had GameStop <laughs> stock. I thought I was. I I already gave up on it. I thought I was. Gonna, I lost my money. And then I like woke up one day and I saw the stock at 70 bucks and I was like, yes, I'm out. I made my money and I made a little bit extra. I'm good. And then I started seeing all this. I started like kidding me. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's a if you waited like two oh, more days. Dude, I, but I didn't know. And then I saw Elon's tweet and I, I looked at Elon's tweet and then I went to like, I started like researching on the internet. I was like, uh. But at least you got out before, like it and made, made money. money. Yeah. Like my friend yeah, did yeah, the yeah. same thing. Like he got in early. He didn't get out when it peaked, but he still made like a lot of money. Yeah, off I was of it. happy. I was happy. Mm-hmm. But like, I like it's just these people on Reddit like take putting in their student loans on it and shit. I'm like, you Ooh. already fucking, you're past the point. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you gotta. I saw actually was on there uh, last night and I was reading on Reddit on Wall Street bets. Yeah, because after Elon tweeted, I like started following them and I'm like, oh, yeah, I should probably too. I should probably follow see what these guys mm-hmm. are doing. And then I I saw a story of one guy. I think it was like ten thousand dollars. He had put his like some kind of like student money in there, and he was crying. He made a video. I don't know if it was like trolling, but he was crying and he was showing the numbers that he lost. So like, dude, if you get into stocks, you have to it's do gambling. the research. Yeah, that that part is gambling. So you have to really like do your research, mm-hmm. know what you're getting into, make sure you have extra money just to throw away, because at, at that point it's all speculation and it's mm-hmm. like yeah, like I'm, I bought a share of GME at like three hundred dollars and. That I'm gonna take the L with that one, mm-hmm. but like, it was you know, I was like, have this money, like I, I you know, it's just like when I gamble, a bet, you're okay with you can't you don't use that money if you're not okay with losing it. Mm-hmm. Like you, this isn't some like movie where you're gonna get rich quick or like <laughs> this is your scheme to make it. Like yeah, there's fucking strategies involved. It's you work. Gotta be playing fucking yeah, yeah. chess. Not yeah. fucking checkers. Yeah, it's like when I go to the casino and I rarely gamble, I take a hundred bucks knowing I'm gonna walk out with without the money. Exactly. And that's it. And if I Never win risk more than you're willing to yeah, lose. Yeah, if I win, tie it. If I don't, you know, it's entertainment. You know, I was entertained for an hour, two hours, three hours. Oh know? yeah. Cause it, and I feel like, you know, growing up here, we know that. Like that that's mm-hmm. why I feel like I'm an okay gambler because some people, you know, chase. They're like, you know, they, they get that tilt in their mm-hmm. They just put keep putting ba- money, bad money after bad, and you mm-hmm. got to know like sometimes it's all right to take that L, and uh, you know know that you're gonna get him next time. Yeah, like Chevy Chase and National Lampoons, right? And when they do Vegas Vacation, he just everything. You never like perfect example. Of this last night on the Warrior game, I bet like on the Warriors on the points which they covered, but I also bet like on the under at like in the second half because like it was a crazy number, and I'm like, ah, oh, I don't think they're. And so, like, with 30 seconds left, I'm good. I'm like, the Warriors are going to cover, and they're not going to hit the over. And then at the last play, like, the the Warriors made, like, a fucking basket that didn't matter as time expired, you know? They lost. Mm -hmm. They're down by four, and this guy makes a two-point shot as the – literally as time expired. That cost me $5, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's the way you got to – just like, you know, with the GME, they restricted to the trading, like – People mm-hmm. could have made tons more money if they hadn't restricted the trading when they did. Mm-hmm. And you, the, there's th- these things. Even if you do everything right and you're super smart, there's always going to be things outside of your control that you can't mm-hmm. control that affect it. So that's why it's fucking gambling. It is yes. gambling. That's why I say, like, when you when you put money towards something, you want to support it. So say, for example, you like Shake Shack, mm-hmm. and you, you keep thinking about, like, that's what I want to yeah. eat. 
dude, put some money down on that. Because obviously you're not the only person thinking yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So more people are going to be thinking mm-hmm. like that. So Yeah, if you like a local business, shop there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if you want it to stick around, shop there. Yeah. If you yeah. like local venues, go there. Like, <laughs> yeah. You, that's, I mean, that's what we're all about yeah, here. Yeah, if you want to listen to this podcast and you want it to last longer, listen to it. Yeah, like, yeah share exactly. it with, yeah, yeah like, yeah. there you go. Uh-huh. Well, uh, speaking of something that's going to be around a while... <laughs> WandaVision. Oh. Uh, how good. Did you watch the last one? Dude, yeah, yeah. I am. We watch it every Friday night I now. I love this show. Dude. Like, I, 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 sometimes where I watch it, I go into this black hole and I think I'm starting to see shit that's not even there. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Oh, if yeah. you haven't seen it, yeah. skip this part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so. I guarantee So much the last it. episode, mm-hmm. it just. Re- it, it reveals so much. One, it kind of tells you where they're going to take the story, mm-hmm. but also just opens up so, so many much possibilities more. for what's Dude. coming. Uh-huh. Like the crossovers have already been good. Yes. They've had, like, you're talking, you know, it has the daughter from Captain Marvel. Yes. It has the girl from Thor, the mm-hmm. scientist from Thor. It has uh, the, what's the FBI agent? Rambo. From uh, uh, Ant Man. From mm-hmm. Ant Man, yeah. And then. Now we've got uh, at the end they drop Quicksilver. Quicksilver, but it's not the one from the Marvel universe. Yes. It's the one from the old X Men Sony universe. Mm-hmm. It's funny too because she's like, "Oh, they recasted him," and I was just <laughs> like, "Yo, like it's crazy." Yeah, it was awesome. Because at first I was like, "Oh, it's it's her brother from uh, uh-huh. whatever uh, from uh, Age, Age of, of Ultron." Because from the back it looked like yeah. it, mm-hmm. but then when it showed his face, I was like, "Wait a minute." That's the one from the X Men movies, no. and that one knows he's Magneto's son. Like mm-hmm. I was like the the implications of this, the way they're doing it so subtly, and like for the people like us who really follow it, it's yeah, the very parallel exciting. universe are going to mm-hmm. start getting into no, and like it's good because like in one version of the comics, uh, Red Scarlet, she changes the whole universe, and nobody knows it, but like only a couple of people, so she changes the whole like the world. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows. So that's kind of like the implication where she takes that town a little bit and nobody knows that they're in of a show, you mm-hmm. know, but she does it to the whole world. And like, I think like two people know and they kind of like figure it out and then get, get it back to normal. But it's crazy. Dude, the show is crazy. The yeah. show is like, it's insane. The, the way that these guys are so intelligent, mm-hmm. the way they're making this show. And it's just, they're all nerds too. So that's like the thing. They yeah, that's what you can tell that they are invested in mm-hmm. it. And they, it's not like, some of these it franchises, didn't go Hollywood. It's the people yeah, that actually where someone just comics. like gets the IP and they're like, I'm just gonna make money, we're gonna mm. make, yeah, <coughs> DC. <coughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not like that where they just like, we're gonna make a movie about this that doesn't, you know, that people who are invested in it don't care. Yeah, about. these mm. people know the mythology and they're actually following it, which yeah, is amazing. and that's cool because in comic books, they just take a little bit from a lot of it, it's not necessarily one storyline. Well, that's but, a I mean, cool like, thing that's of... what comics were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. over time, you know, like they would. They would reboot the comic, or they'd have a new version of it, yeah. and you know, retell the stories. <sighs> yeah. And like someone pointed out, doing it on TV, so good, because that's how it should be. It's easier to do it on TV. These stories that were mm-hmm. in comic books, like twenty-five pages, mm-hmm. to do it's it's episodic. Just okay, like, one time, people weren't. There wasn't a cool thing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but yeah, dude, I love how they're doing this. Mm-hmm. I love that they're putting on a on this platform, which did, I'm, I love it. They're Bring in another audience mm-hmm. into this world of like um, just amazingness and how they're 
you know, combining little parts of different comic books and mm-hmm. putting it into the MCU is awesome. And so they're referencing like the nerds yes. that actually read it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's fan. It's it's cool because as an adult growing up on it, it's awesome. But then as a child seeing superheroes Dude. like that, so it hits like so many markets. I never thought mm-hmm. we would ever see this. In, like I never thought we were gonna be. Hey, I, gonna I be. remember sitting around with my brothers and my friends talking about like, oh, who would play Wolverine if they made an X Men? Yeah. You know, like when we were kids, like. Reading that, like, have the fucking comic book oh, come yeah. once a month, you know, like, get delivered, like, oh, like, it's the, you know, whatever day of the month the comic book gets mm-hmm. here. And then to see it, like, you know, in the form that Marvel's taken mm-hmm. over the last 10 years is just insane. That's it's, awesome, it, yeah. Yeah, it's literally your childhood dreams come true. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you guys, you ha- the main key thing is read a book first. Because <laughs> that's where all these amazing stories are coming from. And I think that's what comics did for me growing up. It was like, it got me into reading and getting into these amazing worlds. Yes, exactly. And, and seeing the visual part of it is even, it's like the cherry on top. Mm-hmm. So just pick up a book, man. Get a comic book or an actual book and read it. And just, yeah. and then once, you never know if they're going to make it into a movie. I, I was like, salute to my mom. When I was a kid, she would take us to the library. Awesome. So this was like in the 90s. And at the library, they would have, like, old comic books mm-hmm. put together into collections. So, like, that's what I read. Like, w- w- that you read all the old stories, like the old X-Men from the 60s and mm-hmm. 70s. You know, th- all these old Spider-Mans from the 60s. So you get the, you got the backstory, and then you understood, like, what was going on with the character. You're, you know, in the current comic, you know, like, we had, like, I just perfect timing. Like, I the first I, uh, subscription I had as a comic book was when X-Men relaunched in... 1992 when okay. they did the new version of x-men with the gold and blue team or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so it was just you know and then the cartoon came out like we were, we were lucky we yeah, were there we're for yeah. the and inception we're, and you bringing up a library we have a library too so <laughs> yeah tell these people like, it was the spark yeah. i went to the library across the street from it's fucking free. sparks high school <laughs> yeah. like every other week my Spark- mom would take oh, us I there i was there too dude i was reading <laughs> anime mangas there yeah. i was dude i was reading comics uh-huh. yeah they even oh. had like Archie stuff. Like Archie. they had everything. Oh, yeah. Calvin and Hobbes. Like mm-hmm. oh, Calvin and Hobbes. Dude. Classic. Oh, yeah. Man. Like once we discovered that, it was like, oh, okay. Like, dude, we in the summertime, I think we went there like every. That was Wednesday. our internet, I guess. If you yeah, it. like that was like my mom would take us over there, and of course she loved it. It was free, and like we would go home and be excited to read like during the summertime. Mm-hmm. So, oh man, like yeah, so many great ex. Like, underrated low key <laughs> oh yeah fucking for the ner- the yeah the comic book nerds back in the day where you couldn't afford to go buy you know all these stories but they'd have like mm-hmm. you know in a uh, huge ass book oh yeah they have the paperback where you can read the whole thing if you wanted to mm-hmm. yeah my first my first experience of comics was because uh, i used to live behind kmart off of a rancho and my mom used to take me to the store with her like she would walk around mm-hmm. and go to the stores and I would get a comic book off of the spinning racks. That's dating mm-hmm. me again. But that was like my like my favorite memory. And they were super cheap. Uh, they were like a buck. Yeah, they were cheap. Know? So my mom my mom didn't know what she was buying me too. <laughs> so I, would, I think one of my first comics, which I posted a picture a long time ago, I had a bowl cut, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I had like a, a comic book of the Punisher. <laughs> oh shit. Out of all the comics, I had a a, a comic of the Punisher. She yeah. didn't know what was going she down. She did not know, but <laughs> But it was amazing because I got to read that and I got mm-hmm. to like experience that amazing world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's so crazy. There's so many because I used to read the Savage Dragon one where he was like a cop and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like 
everyone was like they had like mutants and things and he was uh it's kind of like the x-men where he was treated shit shitty because he w- he wasn't human you know mm. that, that's a, that's a, that's a so cool about comic books you get this like you get to see what like how amazing these stories are mm-hmm. like like you, like you just brought up like that has to do with our society in a way yeah so like them relating it into like a like almost a comic a mm-hmm. comic it, it's awesome you get to learn about that mm-hmm. which is so cool like yeah. i think a lot of kids need to start doing that again yeah but you also have to understand history to understand what they're even talking about. <laughs> yes. Like, that's the other part of it. It's like, those guys knew what they were doing. Like, you know, introducing certain characters and having them be a certain way. Like, they knew w- what they were bringing mm-hmm. because they had the knowledge. And, and kids, you know, that's one thing I think it's missing. Go back and, and read those old comics. Like you said, read the original books so you understand why people are so invested in some of these characters or, you know. So yeah, and so the, the the cool thing, the gem, is that when we get the actual TV show, and you've read the comics, and you start watching these shows, and, and the cool thing about Marvel is they put all these little Easter eggs, yeah, mm-hmm. all these little gems where you can actually look, and you're like, oh shit, that's that, oh shit, okay, mm-hmm. that's from that, and a lot of people that are watching from the first time, they have a different experience. They're like, oh, okay, this is you yeah. Know. Yeah, I'm always having to explain shit to my girlfriend yeah. when watching. Like, okay, that's like so fucking cool <laughs> and then you have to explain why you yeah. know like yeah, yeah yeah it seems it's kind of nerdy but it's yeah. like <laughs> no definitely like i'm so excited like oh my god it's it's you know what's fun it you're having fun doing research <laughs> right right yeah, yeah then, then the next day yeah at lunch i go on youtube and look up all the fan all the videos. Oh, easter yeah. eggs and stuff yeah, that like 27 easter eggs you missed in yeah. the last episode of WandaVision. what, what? Yeah, you know yeah. and then some, sometimes it's like okay bro too much. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of speculation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. You're, you're pulling. You're Cannon, it's like canon for fucking nerd, like comic book nerds. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. But sometimes they're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to check your sources, people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Trust check and verify. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, Looper's really good. I like, I like that YouTube channel. They do yeah, really yeah. well. And then uh, there's this other one. And they're like, oh, Variant is that, I think, another YouTube mm-hmm, channel. Okay. And it's just like nerds explaining comics. And it's just, it's fantastic. Or video game, like, the, you know, they have video game ones I too. I should watch and that. Mm-hmm. I spend so much time. I should. Yeah. My thing is like, I just put on YouTube and I look at the algorithm and I'm like, fuck, it already knows what I want to watch. <laughs> that's, what, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, my YouTube is dialed in. Yeah. I, like, I keep getting like, I'm like, damn, how the fuck did they know about this video? Like, why? Like, like the, the ones that recommended yeah. them, I was like, man knows me so well yeah it's like mine's like photography bmx comic books and uh uh edc like everyday carry stuff (laughs) and it's just like yeah mine's like comedy (laughs) hip-hop music video games and then uh like movie shit like nerdy like yeah star wars like oh star wars like it's just like some dude that has 2500 views on his video about them remaking some of them is kind of hard to watch. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. There's like, so much of it. Yeah, it's not like the guy. Sometimes mm-hmm. their voices are so monotone. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, but that's why it's good to get an excited person about it. That's very passionate. Like you get the high production value. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, like variant. Um, they're all they just read comics and they talk and then you could tell like he's mm-hmm. just like moving his hands a lot and gets super excited yeah, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. and it's it's good. Oh yeah, it is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this so no. is the culture. <laughs> And I'm I'm happy what we like growing up is now modern and pop culture, you know. Right. Yeah, it's so awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. It's it's it, it's a good age for us. Oh, know? dude, I'm I'm like I'm I'm loving it. It's like <laughs> it's my dream. It's uh-huh. like, it's everything. Because the rest of the world hasn't been too kind for people. <laughs> like uh, people you know, need to... millennials. Your lives have been sucked except for everything you liked in the '90s. Is great. <laughs> yeah. 
like job market wise, you know, recession, COVID, that shit sucks. Yeah. But at least you got fucking Marvel Universe. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's awesome. To fall back on. <laughs> well, you know what? Marvel Universe is it's the same like if you think of the same parallel thing as like football. You wear mm-hmm. the shirt, you wear the hat. Mm-hmm. All Marvel is is the same thing. You're it's, wearing it's, the Marvel hat, you're wearing the it's Marvel It's different shirt. sports. It's a different sport, yeah. <laughs> they're built different. Yeah, they're yes. built different. Do you know about that? Mm-hmm. Uh. Well, <laughs> uh, my song of the week this week, uh, salute to Double K, People Under the Stairs, the one of the lead MCs, passed away last week unexpectedly. No details yet, but uh, you know, a shout out to them. One of the best underground hip hop groups from the West Coast. Uh, I got Acid Raindrops. Uh, they're classic. For the, if you haven't let, if you don't know about them, check them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, salutes to Hip Hop Johnny and Sea Salt Brad. We saw them once at the Alley back in the day in Sparks. <laughs> I don't know if Sea Salt I, stayed. He might have left because there was a little delay in the show. But uh, Johnny and I did. So uh, listen and enjoy. Sounds- Seven Mint City Fiesta with your West LA connection. Hop inside the vehicle, start crossing intersections. We learning life's lessons while we blaze the cerebral lessons. A man was still a child and I have so many questions. Struggle all my life to evade the misconceptions. To find a place to live between the negatives and positives. While trying to make money, slinging synonyms and homonyms. I went to Pop's house so I could visit moms and them. Cut to the mall, cop the brand new pair of Timberlands. Then dip down a one way, time to scoop up double K. And chill with my people on this bright and sunny day. My nigga Spliff was sipping back. I'm slapping hands with gas. Okay, the shady spot so we can circulate the stress. Mary Jane invades my brain. Now I can't complain. I'm saying, what else is there to do besides relax? Let the problems in your mind become ancient artifacts. Perhaps these raps can help you alleviate the things that's got you tripping. Can watch me demonstrate. First, you ignore the nonsense and clear your conscience. Let your pen test the paper, write verbs and consonants. As the words become a sentence, you start to feel indifferent. The stress is out your mind. You feel like the weight was lifted. Terrific. I'm glad we had this time to discuss. I'm outro. Call me if you wanna blaze one up. When the stress burns my brain just like acid raindrops. Mary Jane is the only thing that makes the pain stop. I let the music take over my soul, body, and mind. To kick back, relax one time, and you will find. When the stress burns my brain just like acid raindrops. Mary Jane is the only thing that makes the pain stop. Just let the music take over your soul, body, and mind. To kick back, relax one time, and you will find. I try to keep it stress-free, take every day at a time. Make sure the family's in place and let the music unwind. I got plans to take charge like major outlets i ride around the country chilling in my la express on every street corner the importance of having fun empty bottles filled tobacco don't nobody carry guns we keep our minds on fun and let the drums do the banging on any given day like mr cooper yo we hanging under the blue sky to stay laced and small pollute your quarter inch cables with all the sound that we brought can't get enough so brother pass another cold one feel like a dad at a ball game lamping with his son chuck d y'all word up we bugging over time from the light to the lime original star time it's the double chris one and camel brought the ammo so we can shoot game like thugs on your sport channel take off the do-rag replace it with a thinking cap if you didn't know tell the bro he should have known that we here for one thing and that's to remain what's the name when the stress burns my brain just like acid raindrops mary jane is the only thing that makes my pain stop i let the music take over my soul body and mind to kick back relax one time and you will find when the stress burns my brain just like acid raindrops mary jane is the only thing that makes my pain stop just let the music take over your soul body and mind kick back relax one time and you will find your la hit me one time make it funky double down on my underground 
sound, I'm feeling lucky for this jackpot. I jack spot to fill in my crates. We laid back, chilling and feeling the music relates. We on the to the two, hanging with my crew, bullshitting while we sitting down, drinking our saboo into the afternoon. Turns to the moonlight, funky tracks, nickel sack, freestyling all night, doing it right. No one with time, music make it better. My crew banging through blocks like shots with my Beretta. Snub nose to the hoes with problems, I suppose. Honey, you gotta understand your man's got flows, and I'm leaving you. So by the time I get to Phoenix, underground heads will fiend this musical genius. Trans global by the books, like barns with noble hooks, armed with overlooked talented guests. So God bless crooks to steal loops and keep this shit alive. Something for your troops to sit around and vibe by. From camel, double and fest to east stress. We brought the hip hop, so have fun and God bless. When the stress burns my brain, just like acid raindrops, Mary Jane is the only thing that makes the pain stop. I let the music take over my soul, body, and mind. Kick back, relax one time, and you will find. When the stress burns my brain, just like acid raindrops, Mary Jane is the only thing that makes the pain stop. Just let the music take over your soul, body, and mind. Kick back, relax one time, and you will find. Pop collar to this, wear ice to this, drink Chris to this. Yo, is it something we miss? Pop collar to this, wear ice to this, drink Chris to this. Is it something we miss? Yeah. Like my two-way, roll bows and do the shoulder shake. We throwing bows up in here, do the shoulder shake. Oh shit, my two-way, ups, my shoulder shake. Oops, up, I'm throwing bows. Welcome back, guys. That was Sean's Song of the Week, and it was Acid Raindrops by People Under the Stairs. Yeah, just uh, it's their number one song. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a hip hop head, you've probably heard it. But if you haven't, check them out. Again, Double K just passed away. Mm-hmm. The group hasn't made uh, a new album in a couple years, but the, from the early 2000s to like the mid 2010s, like they were mm-hmm. definitely uh, big on the underground uh, West Coast scene. Mm-hmm. But uh, next up, Javi, we've got our meandering questions section. Okay. Um, these questions are. Some of them are specifically for you. Some of them we ask other people. Caesar, uh, the second one is should be deleted because that's from last week. But oh. right. But he went to school there, though. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. never mind. Uh, uh-huh. I thought that was a mistake. All right, <laughs> uh, I'll ask my first one and then we'll we'll go. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your favorite RPG game of all time? So hard question, dude. <laughs> Damn. You put me on the spot. I wish you guys would have gave me like a heads up because I could. No, because we want we want you to we want it to be natural. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What does your heart tell you? Fuck. I'm gonna just say Final Fantasy seven or nine. (laughs) I I have so many though. That's like the hardest question to ask. Well, no, that's fine. (laughs) Okay, cool, cool, cool. Said seven and nine. Um, Have you played the seven remaster? No, I have not. I haven't either. Oh no, I no, I got it. So I did play a little (laughs) bit of it. So. I just been, dude. I, I'm like crazy busy. Like, su- like Saturday night is like the one day that I get to play video games, and right now it's like dedicated to Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's all right. Yeah, I yeah. just I replayed nine uh, over last summer. Great game. Uh, if it was under, I couldn't. I hadn't played it since it first came out. So, and a lot of the Final Fantasy games are great, by mm-hmm. the way. Yeah, there's so many of them. The yeah. story's fantastic. Oh yeah. Nice. Okay, so what are the some of the other? Like I told you, yeah. I'm currently replaying Dragon Age Origins right nice. now. What are some of the other uh, RPGs you've you've played and, oh, and loved? Just want to give a shout out to. This is like probably the one question that kind of stops me, and I'm like visualizing <laughs> as a like as a human being like playing all these games. Flashbacks. Yeah. If you were if you were if you were ch- like. Just RPGs through the ages, like one, a couple from each decade, you know, trying to get someone in the genre. Dragon Quest is cool. Uh, uh, what's a Sun something from the from the game from Game Golden Sun? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what's another one? 
Uh, shit, I have so many, dude. <laughs> Fuck, man, you kind of Dragon Quest. I haven't played those. Dragon Quest since is awesome. Was, like, since yeah. the late nineties. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so many great ones. I like. I can like go off and off. Like I'm. There's too many, man. Witcher's amazing. Um, what's another one? I played a lot of Japanese uh, games growing up. Anyone who's a true RPG nerd did. Yeah. So I have so many. The and, shitty translations and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so many underrated ones, too, that we, we didn't. Uh... Man, like one I just discovered, and I was trying to see if it was on Steam or Breath of Fire. Did you ever play oh, those yeah, ones? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another one. Those are so so hard, but yeah. so good. and. Yeah, I don't think I ever ever played through one of them because I never owned it. I just back in the day when you rented video games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I'm like, like, oh, Final Fantasy Tactics is another. I don't, man, I played a lot of Final Fantasy. <laughs> um, but it, like a lot of those eight bit or sixteen bit RPG games are like, they're so are my jam. Good. They're so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, there's there's so many. Mm-hmm. There's so many great ones. But yeah, that's that's it right there. Right. Okay. Man, maybe next time you guys have me on, I'll have a list and it'll be we'll like, have it'll a be whole like an hour. Yeah, we'll have a like, whole discussion about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, your favorite anime, or like, or like the one you're watching right now. Dude, if now. you ask me my favorite stuff, I don't have favorite stuff because oh. I love everything. Yeah. But so tell like, us what, I'm just, tell us the thing the sh- that just comes out of my head will be like uh, Hajime no Ippo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna say Demon Slayer because that was great. I'm, I'm watching Jujutsu Kaisen right now. Oh, there's so many. My mm-hmm. Hero, Sword Art. Uh, what's another one? Black Clover. There's well, just too yourself, many, dude. Think, so I can even go classic old school, too. Like Akira. <laughs> here's, here's yeah. Akira, actually. Okay, Akira. Akira. So think a, of it this way. A special like, moment an, in my heart. You're an expert. If you're trying to talk to people who aren't into it and are intimidated by it, like someone who's just getting into it, what would you say the basic, entry the level. first, the entry mm-hmm. ones that they should watch to, to try and get them into it, the style? Into anime? Well, first of all, I kind of so let me let me. This has nothing to do with it, but one thing that I try to do, especially at KD Empire, is I, instead of like bashing people for not knowing something, I try to educate them. So educate our listeners. Okay, so one thing that I would say, like for an entry anime that I think is, is could work for a lot of ages, is probably Naruto. Okay, yeah. Naruto mm-hmm. might be a good one. Depending on who the person is, maybe Dragon Ball, and mm-hmm. like, and the cool thing about Dragon Ball is like. It teaches you so much cool stuff that I don't think people understand. I feel younger kids especially will benefit from Dragon Ball because yeah, teach- older people might – some of the episodes are filler. Let's. Well, yeah. okay, so our generation – so that's another thing. Like a lot of kids nowadays are like, no, I can't watch one episode. I have to watch the whole thing. Uh-huh. I have to bench watch. They're just lucky. They get to have that. But when we grew up watching it, the it was fillers tough. that we got to see for yeah. the whole... The disappointment when it would be like, another episode, they don't even start fucking fighting yet. <laughs> they just talk shit. <laughs> like, an uh, episode of them talking and flexing and blowing shit up, not even really... You're like, oh my God. Talking gonna... about numbers. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So as a kid... like power level's off the charts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, But if you do look... If you look a little bit closer to it, like Dragon Ball, it teaches you how to like persevere. Yeah. How to like work out. How to like... Never give up. How to take an L. How to take an L. How to treat your friends. Like yes. your loyalty. Friends. Yeah. How to love the universe. <laughs> yes. Like remember they went into space and they're like, dude, we're cool with everybody. They had like yeah. the whole immigrant thing with like the the, Goku the, coming the in. on Namek and yeah. like uh-huh. them like having to leave their planet and shit. Yeah, the value. Like same with uh, uh, what's the one I just? That's w- crazy that we just did that for anime that people don't understand. <sighs> yes. Uh, well, no. What's the one that was on Nickelodeon? Um, Avatar. Avatar's yeah. amazing. That's another one. Avatar teaches so many lessons. Okay, Avatar would be a good intro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that one's yeah. a good intro one. Mm-hmm. But no, there's too many. Dude, the, the thing about anime, which is animation, it's like 
you can literally find any world you want to. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, like I don't know, like uh, Haikyuu. It's volleyball. So that one, it's like you can jump into that world and learn a lot about volleyball just from watching that. <laughs> food wars, a culinary. You can learn about food and how to make food. And what, like, it's crazy how they like they bring like a simple thing. Like for example, there's a scene in in, in food wars where the guy's cooking food. He's an amazing cook, but the the detail is going to it to where like he made the perfect rice. He made the perfect sauce with whatever the meat and vegetables are. But then the, the thing that he, it went like the little part that it, like it sparks into that is a, how the sauce blends into the rice. And once you get that sauce in the rice, you get a whole different So thing. hungry right now. Anime, <laughs> anime is amazing, dude. And if you think about it, it's, it's like, it's probably one of the way that people articulate their vision through is through animation. No passion, yeah. Because like movies is amazing and we're starting to get there with technology. They can actually start showing some of that stuff. But if you look at anime and the way they can express themselves, mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing. You get to see these little like intricate things that you wouldn't imagine seeing. We kind of take for granted. Excellent points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent points. <Yes. laughs> All right. Uh, Next question. Okay. This one's easier. Okay. What do you miss most about SF and the Bay Area? Where did you live when oh, you lived in the Bay Area? I'm so from I, I'm from the East Bay. So where did you live when you were So I lived I kind of lived everywhere. Yeah. So I lived in like Daly City, San Francisco, Redwood City. Uh where else did I live? Uh Pacifica. Mm-hmm. So I kind of jumped around because it's super expensive. At right. the time it was <laughs> yeah. super expensive. And it was like I, I just got tired of living with like I lived with a bunch of roommates at first. So we were, we were just kind of jumping around, and then at, at one point I was just like I'm gonna get my own place. So nice. yeah, so I was living in like in law places, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe I, I look back and I'm like I can't believe I fucking did that, but I did that because I wanted to achieve my goal, yeah. and my dream. So going to San Francisco was an amazing experience. It was a big culture shock for me at first because I didn't. You know, I'm from Reno or Bishop, and there's certain things that you, you you know and you pick up. You know, yeah, you're from small towns. You weren't from mm-hmm. you weren't from a fucking metropolis. Yeah, yeah so I kind of learned I learned that, and I, and the crazy thing about a metropolis is that you meet people that you don't know they're gonna be famous, mm. which is crazy. So a lot of the places that I went to and I talked to people, they're like, they're big time now, which is pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah. So what do you miss out about yeah. that the most? <sighs> Shit, there's so much stuff, man. I'm I'm the terrible person to ask because I'm like <laughs> like, like it's, it takes a lot of mental focus just to think like I'm like thinking like the ocean, the food, the culture. Uh, the, the the cool thing about San Francisco is that you can walk into a different world. And me saying that is like if you want to walk into like an Asian culture, you want to walk, walk into Italian culture. Mm-hmm. You, it, they, it's just so diverse. So like me experiencing the first time eating Middle Eastern food or, or, or like Indian food, I was just like, Oh my God, I was blown away. Like roti, like garlic roti was like amazing to me. I was like, <laughs> and to me, I was like, I was like kind of like, uh, putting it to with like cuz I'm Mexican so I was like oh that's a tortilla. Yeah. But this is like a different type of tortilla. This is like amazing like mm-hmm. bread I don't know. So I started experiencing a lot of that. Uh just a lot of culture. So you get to learn about the world in that one place. It's, it's small cuz it's like 7 miles long I think San Francisco itself it's, like Yeah, it is small actually. It's it's a small city. I remember going everywhere there and yeah. I yeah. It's 7 it's miles old, long. It's old ass mm-hmm. small city like Yeah, like the McCarran Loop the diameter is bigger than San Francisco. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean the city it. itself only has like 750,000 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the surrounding areas and again like that's the thing people don't 
you say Bay Area, but like that includes San Jose, that includes Oakland. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many different parts in each different. There's own pockets that have their own history, own culture, own there's people, so much, own dude. style. Yeah, it's just like New York. Like, it's just like New York City. Like, you know, you have the different boroughs, and it, with the Bay Area, it's the different cities. Mm-hmm. Salutes to all our listeners out there. <laughs> yeah. We fucking love you. Yes, and I love the Bay Area. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I mean the whole. I mean, I'm so I'm so happy I got to experience that because that that like influenced me uh, who I am today. Like, if I didn't like meet the people that I meet over there and got to learn a lot of the different things I learned, I don't think I would be this person today. Mm-hmm. So just going out of of your little town and exploring yourself and learning about yourself is an amazing thing. And you get to Caesar learn. says all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get to learn about everything, like art. You get to learn about you know whatever. At the time, everybody like is kind of like so like. Apple, Apple computers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I have a story. I had a roommate that worked for Google, and he kept telling me to go work at Google, and he was going to teach me pretty much what he does. I, this is kind of like a little, like, oh, fuck moment. But he was giving me the option to go learn and work at Google because he was a roommate of me, so he was kind of teaching me when he was there, and I was just like, I'm going to play video games. <laughs> but at the time, he was like, he was working from home, and he was, he was like, whenever something happened, he would he had a pager because back then we had pagers, and he would get a message saying that the, something he had to go and fix on Google. But if I would have just, and he was like talking about Google stocks, he gave me a T-shirt, he took me to the campus, and I was like. What year was this? I don't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> And then making I, me sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, at the time, I, I like I could have I could have you know been I gotten in on the ground floor. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, no, fuck that. I'm I gonna, want games. <laughs> I want games. I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna work at Sony. I'm gonna work at Sega. I'm gonna work at EA Games. Yeah. So I was mm. like, yeah. Different goals at that time. You Different know? goals. And I Hindsight, still have yeah. I still have friends that actually work in that industry, and sometimes they hit me up and they're like, come work with us, man. Like. like well, this was a while ago. My, one of my buddy was a roommate. He works for Zenga. And he's like, come on, dude. We'll, I'll put you on the team. I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so there was, so that's the cool thing about like exploring and learning. You get to meet these people. You get yeah. to learn what they're into. Like a lot of the, like Apple. Apple was such a big thing in San Francisco. I, I didn't, the only time I, I, I worked on an Apple or play, I mean, I used a computer. Apple computer was when I was in like, Middle school and with a Mac old Macintosh. And I'm gonna date mm-hmm. myself. Yeah, I think it was the uh, Apple II where you put the floppy disk and you play uh, Oregon Trail. The Oregon Trail, <laughs> classic. So that was like. It's all right. You're in good company. We. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. We're, so we're, yeah. we're that right was the only time I got exposed to the Apple computer. <laughs> but when I went to San Francisco, uh, the Apple computer is like the 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 tool for the engineers for the artists, and and like at that time I was like. I, I should have listened to a couple of my mm. friends, but they're like, you should. This is pre. Buy. I'm guessing this is pre MacBook and pre iPod. Yeah, they, this was this was like the when they uh, what was it? I think when they had the Apple computers, they had the different colors. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Shells, and then they had the first uh, iMac, I think, where they had a weird like little. Yeah. 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 It was just a very mm. different computer than when you used to with Windows. And the, oh man, I'm getting some crazy memories just thinking <laughs> yeah. about that. When I was at school, t- this is off topic, but <laughs> I was such like a Windows kid mm-hmm. that i was like no nah, screw apple but at one point and this is bad I sh- no I sh- i'm not gonna say it <laughs> <laughs> no it's crazy because back in the day when you got a mac you got an ipod and it was only like ipod's t- amazing yeah. yeah and it was only like 10 gigs and it was like a huge brick and well and like people forget in the late 90s like apple was kind of looked on as shitty like mm-hmm. Macs. yeah everybody people was windows. hated them yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. everyone like microsoft had blown up and everyone was about windows and Macs had fallen off like before the iPad came out and then the iPhone, like, Apple was struggling. Like, like the iPhone is what changed the game. Yeah. yeah. And, like, once, yeah, like, they started, once they converted, 
like they said, that's a, there's a reason Steve Jobs is like looked upon how yes. he is because Apple was not the company it was mm-hmm. 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. He was the Benjamin Franklin of it. Yeah. 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 And it's just the iPhone changed it everything. So. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it, it like put a pivot in our, in our universe and mm-hmm. changed it and evolved it to something different, which we, I mean, we're doing right now. Yeah. Think about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have like tablets here, <laughs> yes, iPhones, yeah. laptops. Like, uh-huh. it's our tool to like express yourself. I mean, that's like I had kids that would work on their phones. Yeah, and I'm like, don't you want to? Like, they would have a laptop, and I'm like, don't you want to use that? They're like, no, I'm fine using my phone. Mm-hmm. Like, they're they're okay interacting with the world with just their phone. It's a computer, bro. Mm-hmm. It, it is the it is yeah. a computer, but like, just think about what if that it's, that's what they're starting at. What are the like in in twenty years? What, what are we gonna it? really do? So that's why you guys should get into like comic books, get into like <laughs> science fiction, because a lot of these people that are geniuses have already wrote something for you. If you watch a science fiction film or if you watch or read about it, they've they've already told you how to make this stuff. Mm. You just gotta go out there and do it. Yeah, the technology just needs to catch up to it. Yeah, people yeah. have been doing this. The for technology. A while. I think the technology is there. We're just about there with like, it's just like work. certain things. It's yeah. work. And it'll it's like, be there yeah. it'll be, uh, before yeah. we know it. Yeah, we'll be, we uh, we'll be in space in no time. Oh, dude, yeah. We should have been in space a long time ago. Well, we, uh, we not, actually we have not, been in space. It's not the ability. It's the desire. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But space scares me, so. It scares yeah, I'm you? cool. Dude. Well, if you think about it, we're just specks of dust. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I'd like to keep my speck of dust <laughs> on surrounded Earth. by all the other specks of dust. On Earth. Yeah. I don't want to be in a vacuum, super cold. It's too fragile. Like, yes. We're, like, light years away from, like, a bunch of stuff. So a lot of you people that think, like, oh, this and this and that. Dude, mm. we sure. could we could be the tiniest thing out of everything don't in the universe. Minds. They're not really <laughs> no. no, when you look at the star, that star isn't there anymore because yeah. it takes so long for the light to come to don't, us. Don't, yeah. like, I have They're that, light years away. Yeah, yeah you're, I look, Carl, you're looking. I have the Carl Sagan thing of, like, the universe, like, uh, in my room, the poster, and it has, like, cool. the little dot where it's, like, you are here, and it's, like, the quote where it's, like, every fucking war, like, all this shit that we fought over and died over and get upset about. You can't even fucking see it. And like, this is how small it is. It's this yeah. little bitty tiny <laughs> speck in this gigantic thing. Let's let's move on. Yeah, this this, this can go to a wormhole. It's a wormhole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a wormhole for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, three essentials you can't leave home without, other than your phone. Oh, okay. I gotta rock a hat. I feel like a hat's like my mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, especially when you don't get a haircut. <laughs> That's the perfect. Way That's to... how this started. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I just stopped cutting it's my a hair. Convenience thing, and then know? now it's just yeah. a hat that I never have to take off. It's, and it's cool. You get to represent the stuff like, like you know, like our hats right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Representing someone in town. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. You know, it's uh, like yeah, fashion used, away. Yeah. I used yeah. to have a huge hat, like, fucking super expensive hat, like so many different hats back in the day oh, before. Yeah. I, no, I don't Dude, we're all collectors of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's my alias name, the collector. <laughs> there you go, Katie Javi, the collector. The collector, kind of like Benicio del Toro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so a hat. A hat. Okay, so shit, dude. You guys, I'm terrible. Um, I gotta. I guess I, I brought today. I brought my my digital camera, mm-hmm. which is a, it's in that bag. It's over here, yeah. I brought. What do you call this? I forget. A what tripod. A little tripod. Yeah. Little, like. Joby one, Joby one, mm-hmm. which the I put gorilla my, pod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what else. My 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 puffy little like jacket. Jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, right. Nice. Yeah. It's cold. A little chilly today, so I was like, mm, I'm gonna put this on. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, those, those are it. I, which is random every day now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, depending if I'm going to work or if I'm going out. Yeah. All right. Um, a wallet. I should have said a wallet. <laughs> everybody has that. Uh, what is your favorite? Is it candy coming Can- out of Japan? Yeah, favorite candy. Because at his store, he has so much like Japanese. Candy. Oh, so yeah, like well, but before the whole pandemic, one? we used to sell candy. Like, we used to sell imported like stuff. That like, yeah, there's like, so much cool stuff besides mm-hmm. like Snickers and and like art candy, which haven't you know, no one's ever made like new stuff. But mm-hmm. in Japan, they're making new stuff all the time. Yeah. Uh, my favorite candy, I, I would say like. Kit Kats, because they have so many different amazing flavors, and some of them really? are not, not that yeah. oh, they're like yeah. They have green tea. Yeah. They have, like, so much. Oh, yeah. They have some amazing. And it has, like, Japanese, like, soda in there, too, which is, which is tight, you know? And it's just, like, so many stuff. Oh, yeah. So much snacks. Oh, yeah. There's all kinds. Dude, uh, uh, what's another candy that mm. I love? A lot of Mexican candy I love. <laughs> I feel like that's something that definitely has gotten more popular over the last 20 years. Yeah, I've noticed not that. Not just from people from like, California. California, like now people know about it. Yeah. Yeah. It, the it, cultures it, out yeah. there has like evolved to that. Like where mm. everybody's eating the Mexican candy where mm. they put like they get gummy worms or like and they're mixing it with like the hot sauce and, yeah. hot seas, and then people are digging it. So I'm like, I kind of grew up on that. So that's awesome. I used to work at Trainer and the like the there was a ice cream truck mm. and it's Mexican ice cream's bomb too. Did it, but it, they didn't sell like they sold like uh the the Taki bags oh, with like lime yeah. with like they make like the custom with like lime they, they and cut the, the top off. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah, yeah, put yeah. everything in there, shake it up like that's bomb. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, like you know, I'd coach and I'd be like, all right. Don't tell anyone. Here's five dollars. <laughs> Get me something. Yeah, go yeah, to the yeah. go to the the ice cream truck real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do I have another one that I have to say? Because I, I don't know. No, no, that's, no that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> no, because there's so much good stuff out yeah, there. Yeah. In uh, in New York, there's just like is this bodega is getting famous now that it just has like Doritos and chips from all over the world. Awesome. And so like obviously different palettes for different countries and things like that. So it's just like they have like chips is like their thing from all like Doritos, Dude. Lay's from all over the planet. Dude, nice. I was in Japan and I had like uh, I had Japanese Doritos. They're bomb, dude. I don't know. So, so other country, if you go to another country and try their food, because they have different spices, mm-hmm. different spices, different but not only that, mm-hmm. their food is completely different from ours. Like their food is amazing. Like Seven Eleven in Japan is insane, dude. Seven Eleven's a thing in the Japan. Little bento dude. boxes and mm-hmm. shit, dude. The food there is awesome. Like the quality of food is great. Like if you go to yeah. even if you go to Mexico, the quality of food is amazing. Because we go back to everything's made as cheap as possible. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they think high glucose corn syrup is good for you, but it isn't. <laughs> like, just I think look that's at school lunches. in some countries, right? You can, yeah, like, it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, like look at school lunches here compared to other countries. Just no, like, it's completely different. Yeah, just they like, actually make it like that. It's not like it's. Actual Pre-made. food, yeah, like fresh. fresh, yeah, fresh food. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it for me and your questions. Congratulations, yeah, good job. You yeah. made it through. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just like local events, uh, lasting dose. They're having uh, the year of the ox gallery. I got a piece in there, and I think on the sixteenth or the eighteenth, you can start going in there. Obviously, social distance. They're not going to have an opening or anything like that. But if you're in Midtown in the area, you could definitely walk around and check stuff out. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Javi, thanks uh, for again for for being on the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, thank you. Coming guys and too. sharing your passion and knowledge <laughs> yes. and expertise oh, yeah, yeah. and all things. I hope that was entertaining. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, it's was. good. I hope it mm-hmm. educated some people yeah. too. Well, educate them on your locate where the store is located. Yes. Okay. How they can find you online and follow you on social media. Awesome. So yeah, you, we do have a website. It's KDEmpire.com. We've been in, in town f- 
for seven years, actually longer than that, but the brick and mortar has been there for seven years and we're located on Pyramid Way. Like I always say, there's a block and a half away from In-N-Out. So if you know where In-N-Out is in Sparks, you'll know where my place is at. And it's, it's, it's like a little hole in the wall, but it's, it's jam packed with awesomeness. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's like a little, little room. And I get to pretty much what we do on the podcast. I get to, you know, do with my customers as well. So it's like, I have a podcast every day at the store. Yeah. And sometimes I like, kind of go a little crazy, especially when it comes to like the universe or science. I'm like, eh. <laughs> but yeah. So if you want to come down and uh, check me out there, you can say hi. Or if you just want to check out the store or, you know, I'm all over social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, Facebook. Uh, and I'm also, I, I started new, before we used to have a podcast, I started a new one. So I would love you guys, if you guys would ever want to come on to my Anytime. podcast. Yes. And, and it's Let all about know. pop culture. So like WandaVision and just, you know, cool stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you want to nerd out uh, uh, like that. So yeah. So yeah. What's the name of the podcast? Uh, it's okay. So I just came, we just came up with, <laughs> it was a pun at first because it, it was pop culture podcast. So we're like PCP. And then we're like, okay, we can't, we can't do that too much. So yeah. it's KD PCP. So it's KD Empire's pop popular, pop, oh, popular culture podcast. <laughs> Sorry. We just made that up. I was yeah. just, I was talking to my buddy. Like we need to come up with the name because, I think PCPs. before it was Nerd Talk. The, before that was uh, Katie Empire Podcast. And I've been podcasting and doing this stuff for, the, for a long time. Nice. Yeah. Make sure you check them out. Uh, and how, uh, how can they follow you on social media? So Instagram's a good place. TikTok's a good place. A- any of those outlets, you- you'll find me. If you just Google Katie Empire, I've worked really hard on the algorithm. So if you just, <laughs> if, I mean, if you Google Gundam, hopefully my store will come up. So, uh, <laughs> I spent a lot of time doing that for years. With the algorithm mm-hmm. and like all that stuff, so yeah, you should be able to Google me, just KD Empire, and you're good. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, remember to tune in every Friday night from nine to eleven on ninety-seven-seven K Wink, where you can hear our radio show up in the mix where we play Caesar. Nothing but the best hip hop your ear holes have ever heard. Exactly. <laughs> uh, new podcast every week. Make sure you like and subscribe on Share. your favorite listening platform. Share. Leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe, all you YouTubers out there on YouTube. Uh, Thanks again, Javi, for coming on. You're welcome. Uh, Until next time, this is Sean saying peace and mask up. Yes, this is Adela Foto. Respect everyone. Respect each other.